Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening. We are live. Sorry, just to let you all know before we start, I've already told the voice that um, I just dropped my laptop. It's not charging and it's doing all sorts of weird shit. So I've got plenty of battery, but tonight might not be as long as it usually is. Maybe not a bad thing, judging by some of the comments. Evening, chaps. How are we? Good evening. Good. Good, good evening. Good evening. Back to calling the Godfather Alliance TV, Pete, <laughs> to sort this shit out. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. All good, Dan. All good. Good, good, good. Right. So we haven't done a podcast since, well, checked his question about three weeks ago, which can't be helped. I know Kenny's probably very angry with me about that. <laughs> but, um, QPR game, Sunderland was then postponed, obviously, the Queen's death and funeral. Uh, so we're going to miss QPR out because I think we can generalise and get the general gist of what people are thinking and saying. So we'll discuss the Blackpool game to give you some interesting points to discuss from that one. Well, maybe not the game so much, but people's reflections and take on that game. Uh, but we're going to go first to Kenny. And if you thought Blackburn was bad and it couldn't have got any worse for you, Kenny, it fucking did, didn't it? What happened on the way home? Yeah, so I got a, I got a blowout on my tyre on the way home um, round about rugby. Had to wait two and a half hours for a, a recovery because Charles don't have spares anymore, I found out, Saturday. Um <laughs> Yeah, so two and a half hours for a for recovery, sent me to Northamptonshire. Um, and then I either had to wait till R four or five for another recovery home or get a taxi home. So I ended up getting a taxi. Yeah, it was about four or five o'clock I ended up getting home. Yeah, Rich, you got a taxi Jeez. from rugby? From Northamptonshire. How much that cost you? It didn't cost me anything, believe it or not. The breakdown ended up paying for it. But um that was only a one up, believe it or not. Was it? It was only a, it was only a one up. Hey, that ain't bad for that. This <laughs> nah. I'm no, watching the I'm no. watching the thing go go up, and I'm like, this is going to be about two hundred quid. But yeah, it was a one up. But the car only turned up today, so I've had to take a day off work today to get the tire sorted. Jeez, yeah, Blackburn Jesus. away has been a nightmare. <laughs> All for them to put in that performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said you said on your on your video on the way home as well, didn't you? You said on like your on your drive home thing. You said um. Four and a half hours, two hundred and fifty quid. So that's now three fifty plus fucking whatever day's money you lost. Jesus Christ, mate! Yeah, plus hundred quid for a tire. Oh my god, oh, Jesus Christ! Just fucking, you've done a, you've done a season ticket on a fucking Blackburn away <laughs> trip. Um, 
funny enough, we're just speaking before we went on, and just saying to the to the Omara boys that we used to, we used to do a lot of away games together. Uh, we, I feel like I ain't got going yet, not just on the pitch, but also like with us boys, like seeing each other a lot and going to away games. And Pete, you were saying that you've had a lot on like family wise and, and weddings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like loads of stuff going on. They're like say five weddings, funerals, all that sort of like taking up your whole weekend. And it always over seemed, the last two months, isn't it? Yeah, and it always seems to be on an away game, Joe, doesn't it? Never mm. a home game. It's always mainly an away game um, that affects um, the travelling. But you know what? I think I've got away with that one, and I really with the performance they put in. Well, so, I was going to say, you know, on reflection, you know, you're not you're not sitting there gutted, thinking, "Fuck me, I've missed some." I mean, we've had some really good away days down the years, boys, haven't we? But you're yeah. not sitting there, are you, thinking, "Fucking hell!" You know, what do you think, Pete? Is as, as the longest standing Mill fan on, on the show here. My mate said to me, you know, he's not really a Mill fan. He said, what's, what's the issue? You know, this is Millwall. You know, you should be okay where you are. Look at Middlesbrough today, sat Chris Wilder. Look at other teams in this position. And I think it's something that you, you struggle to get across to a neutral. It's just the results for me, we win some, we lose some. I can deal with that. I think with the players we've got, i discussed this today with you on the group chat, boys. It's fine, but it's just the, the manner of the performances, isn't it? You know what? What is it missing, Pete, from a from a Millwall type team? From what you've seen down the years in general? Oh, so to be honest with you, it, it, it's over the years we all know we've been served up some right dross, have we? Do you know what I mean? It ain't just yeah. this year, for example. It's been in the past under certain other managers and things like that. Um, Percy, this this time, and then, you know, like last time when we went for a bad period. And everyone was going, it's all, we should never have got rid of Savile. We never got rid of Savile. I mean, we didn't have no choice to get rid of Savile. We had to, he had to go because the money was getting for him. And I think since then, it's, everyone's like pointing a finger like, oh, it was all because of Savile left when we had that bad run. Yeah. And then we picked up later on in the season. Now, everyone sort of might be banging on there about, oh, Wallace this, Wallace that. Wallace had to go. He's going to sign a new contract. And then A Presto would bring in, was it five new players, right? Um, and I just don't think they've found the players themselves personally haven't found their feet. I think some of them are playing at say sixty percent, mm. you know. And I don't think they're giving they, they're giving it all. Also, I think they're all like they they're playing like they're a complete bunch of strangers. They don't know, you know, with the Morrison Gregory situation years ago, they knew what they was doing. The players yeah. knew where they was going to go. What they could knock the ball over, they know where they're going to be. But with this lot, they don't seem to know what they're doing. When I watched um, Fleming against Blackpool, I didn't know what Fleming was doing because at the, what, we had two strikers and he was in line with the strikers on the right-hand side. I thought, well, we've got three strikers. <coughs> I went, no, he's meant to be playing behind the strikers. And they don't seem to know their position. They don't seem to know their positioning. And I think at this time, this time of place now, Rowett's in that game of like Holloway's now, where we start to panic. Yeah, mm. he's, he's moving the players around the pitch. He keeps changing formation, and I think he's starting to panic. And mm. we all know when the manager starts to panic, things start to go wrong. The players don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, I watched loads of Gary Rowett's interviews. Loads. I, I, I watched him before he was um, Mill manager, and I thought he really talks well. He talks the talk and he like he knows what he's talking about. But I'll be honest, you, I've got that Millwall TV, and when I see his interview on that, I was very worried. 
because he seemed like a man who didn't know where he was going. I'm used to him being upbeat, confident, um, look, you know, looking at look the next one, but he just seemed so downbeat and his whole mm. demeanour was wrong. Yeah. So I think, not just he like, like maybe lost the team, he's lost himself. He's lost yeah, himself. Mate, on, on Saturday, I've, Kimmy wouldn't have seen this because he was at the ground, but I, I actually called my post-match a man defeated because the way he went to that ref, I've never seen him so animated at full time. Maybe it's because he cares, but I think it's because he don't know, you know, he, I think he's lost the plot now and he don't know mm. what he's doing. Joe, let's go back to the Blackpool game because this one was a really funny one to talk about because we won the game 2-1 but I've never seen the ground as empty uh, or nearly not as empty empty within seconds rocking all over the world come on by the time it had finished everyone had just fucked off like are we demanding too much you think looking at that Blackpool result some people will say any result you know any three points is a great three points in the championship I don't think we are demanding too much recently um We've always said about, we, we don't, obviously we're going to lose games, but it's, it's the manner of defeats. Um, but going back to the Blackpool game, that yeah. first half performance alone was horrendous. Like I was literally raging at half time. But lo and behold, we pull it back second half. Don't get me wrong. I think we um, we picked it up a bit second half, created um, more chances, but um, we just never seemed to... Uh, push on from it but that first half alone was was horrendous against Blackpool I was fuming as I say Ken yeah I've been obviously following me all my life I'd say that it's probably the first time that I've ever walked out of a stadium winning with such a negative mindset you know sort of just sitting there thinking we've papered it's the, it's the same old classic saying we've papered over the cracks here and look, I'm, I'm the same as you, Dan, when you say, look, I don't ever want Millwall to lose. But I do get now why people are saying, I want us to lose this game, just so row it goes. And I think because it's a, it's like Joe said, it's the mannerisms of, of the way we play. Um, if Blackpool were a decent side, we would have got carved open in that game. We didn't play a decent side. Um, and we just yeah. scraped a win. But so, they, they, did, they did cover something for their, for their goal as well, didn't well, they? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, our, our defence, unfortunately, well, I know we're going on a different topic, but they're getting carved over left, right and centre at the moment. But, um, yeah, I've never come away from a game at Blackpool, uh, other than at Blackpool with a negative mindset after a win. Yeah. I just, it, it just disappoints me. And it, it does boil down to the, you know, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but it's the money spent, the time spent. You know, we all... We all work hard Monday to Friday. We go to Millwall for a bit of a release. And we don't even feel, or I don't even feel like I'm getting that, even when we win. Well, mate, it's a fucking, you've done, right, you've had a bit of a stinker with a tyre, but don't have 500 quid Saturday. You've got fucking five five kids, you know what I mean? Fucking rent or whatever, mortgages to pay. We all, we all have. And it is an entertainment industry. And people are reflection, not just the games, but also my views that, um, you know, people are not prepared to do it as much anymore. And I think people now have been saying or seeing and saying what me and you have been saying for three years. Well, going back to what Pete said, he doesn't feel he's found his best formation or his best team, or maybe he just doesn't know it because he can't unlock a door going forward. That's why I was prepared to say, okay, no, I feel we're in a better position with the players we got. 
Let's give him time to see if Fleming can get going. This see, you know, Honeyman got sent off in the second game. On reflection, though, I did say, but I don't think that that, that will happen. I don't think he will do it. There's been two donations, by the way. Stephen Ball, thank you very much, mate, for your donation. And Christian Bastianelli over there in Belgium. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Um, but yes, it's a very, very strange one. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I mean, I, I don't think he can save it, but I don't think he's going to go. I don't know. Listen, you boys just have a chat. We're, yeah. we're a little bit more off well, the cuff tonight and talking about yeah. the games. I, I just think, Dan, if you look, let's be honest, right? We was more than at the end of last season. We've just like like missed out on the playoffs and all that. Um, and if we're all going to be honest, um, I think I said in my interview in the season um, to to Belgium, give us a bit of money. Give us a little bit of to invest in the club and push us on. And come on, I think we was all happy with the signing. Yeah, we was yeah. all. I, I was more than that. I was over the moon. You know, then I know you see them clips and they're a bit false and they're about getting the goals and all that. But from what I'll give, I speak to other people and they're saying, "Oh, you made some good signings there." Um, the problem is the signings are not like I said earlier. Are not uh, coming to fruition at the moment. They just seem, yeah. and I think. Part of that with the Blackpool game, going back to the Blackpool game, is the crowd was flat. And when the crowd's mm. flat, the players are flat. And when the players were making a mistake, the crowd was on their back. So yeah, I was going to say, that, sorry, the, the players at the minute seem too scared to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the comp, I'd say a major uh, thing I thought about earlier so what we're seeing is I think the players' confidence levels at the minute are just shot to bits. Yeah. Because we, we just don't look like a team playing together. Everyone's scared to make a mistake. Yeah. And as um, Kenny's mentioned before, we I'd say we've got good players on paper. Like some of the signings we've made, as you said, we're, we're really happy with in the summer. Mm. I'm thinking we've got a fairly decent squad. We've got the players there to be pushing higher. But I just think there's no togetherness, no cohesion at the minute. And I literally think that the confidence levels just seem so low from the performances. I say we've not got... How many players could you say we've got individually that can actually beat a player? We don't see no one barely try and take on a player other than the only one, Tyler Bury. And maybe Styles. Just, but an interesting one. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here because, you know, I said, we, you know, people say we've got the players. And I've said... People got overexcited, in my opinion, about the recruitment, right? I'm going to be honest with you, in the, in the, in the structure of what we pay in, in relation to the championship, I think we've got the best of what we've got, but I don't think the players that we have got, I, I personally, and we're going to de you know, it's a debate, it's open for debate in the comments and, and with the boys on the panel. I, you know, Honeyman, all right, championship player, but he's only been played for Hull. He's not a fucking well-beater. I'm not slagging our club off or Honeyman. Styles, he looks good, but he's come from Barnsley. You know, we haven't bought him for three, four million, like other clubs do in the championship. Fleming, 1.7 million. All right, that's our record signing. It's a pittance. I don't think, I think we could get more out of the players in terms of being a mill type side and attacking teams and taking its teams and being aggressive. But actual quality, and I, I'll name some players, and I like, you know, I like some of the players and not so much others. Bradshaw, a phobie. Murray Wallace, Scott Malone, Charlie fucking Creswell, um, you know, George Savile is not the player he used to be. I don't think that's a top six challenging side. I don't even think that's a that's a top ten challenging side. Ken, you disagree with that, don't you? 
Yeah, so on, on there's two points there. So on the first part, you could you can say, look, you know, these players' styles comes from Barnsley, etc. Well, Lee Gregory come from Halifax Town. True. You know, um, um, played his trade in League One really well. Done all right in the Championship. Might have just been a little bit too too high up for him. So we've got to take these chances with with players. And no, yeah. sometimes it's not about ability. It's about what they've got inside. You know, because we know we're not expecting a Cristiano Ronaldo. Here he is. <laughs> we're not expecting a, a Cristiano Ronaldo to turn up. Or Who was like that? Yeah. yeah. Is it we're, just, we're just trying to turn up and, and put a shift in. That's what we want. So when you're talking about players and, and that, that spine, I know you said the other day, didn't you? You said, what did you say? Uh, George Long, Cresswell, Mitchell, Afobi as that straight line. I agree with you, but if you flip it and you say Bart, Hutch, Savile, Bradshaw, then I would turn around and say, well, them type of players are players that are going to give 100% for a shirt and could possibly get us into the top six. Yeah, I agree. Do you, do you, what do you think, Pete? Do you think, kid, pull up a seat if you want. Do you, what do you always think about top six in the Amara household? What do we want to say again, Dan? Right, like I'm saying... I think the signings were not as good as everyone thought. I did say that at a time in the summer. Um, so I'm saying the players we got, I don't. I think we could be performing better and being more Millwall-like, but I don't really think the score we got, even with a, a better manager, is going to challenge for the top six. Definitely not. Well, we're a quarter, quarter, quarter way through the season, aren't we, nearly? Yeah? Yeah. About a quarter way through. Um, the squad, to me, just hasn't gelled. It hasn't. It hasn't got like got it got going. Will it get going? Uh, I think it will. If, I, I think the next three to four games will be pinnacle, right? Um, for Rowett as well because of, of keeping his job. But I think you said earlier. I, thought, I don't think they're going to get rid of him just like that. Um, no, they, they, think, not, I'm just looking at the league table. I'm not ignoring. I'm just looking at the league table. I didn't put the graphics on the screen. Yeah, 16th for the division. Played 11. One four, drawn one, lost six, and thirteen points. We're we're five points with the playoffs. Where Blackburn currently sits in sixth place. It's it's a, it's a mad division. Well, isn't it? Three points off the relegation. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the <laughs> yeah, champ. Three points it? off but, Middlesbrough. But yeah, look, look, look at that today, Middlesbrough in the relegation zone. They got money to spend. They got a massive fan base. They're a one club. Uh, town, I think Middlesbrough town, not They're a championship team, aren't they? They're a championship team. They deserve to be where they are. Yeah, we've been in it six years, though. We've been in it six years. What do you think, kid? Do you think we've got the players to get to the top six? I actually think we're weaker this season because we should have fucking signed Ballard and Jed left, which, as Pete said, was out of our hands. Yeah, I I don't think... I think now it's starting to realise, in my opinion, how much we do miss Jed and how much he actually contributed to the side. And it's like... For example, he's bringing in these players and it's like, I don't think Shackleton's the right wing-back. I don't think Callum Styles is a centre-mid. I think Callum Styles is a left wing-back. I think Jamie Shackleton's a centre-midfielder. But Danny Mack at right wing-back. But it's just, I think that this system, he's trying, it's so hard to tinker it and trying to find the right players to play in the right position right when really it's just a system that's not working. It's just the, the mm. tactics and the... But he won't the, change it, will he? He will never change it. We'll, we'll go to Rotherham on Wednesday and he will play five at the back. 
But it makes me laugh. He comes out in the thing and says that, oh, I considered playing four at the back today. Why come out teasing us and playing mental games with us? Right? I've said, said this exact thing to someone the other day. He says things and then don't follow through with it. So don't put that out there if you're not going to do it. Someone come on bag two goals. He goes, oh, to be fair, I was going to start him today. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's all hindsight. It's like he brings on Tyler Bury. Tyler Bury will have yeah, the best 15 minutes and he'll go, do you know what? Tyler's been chomping at the bit in training and they <coughs> should start today. We can all no. see it. He yeah. brings on these players uh, and they make more yeah, impact but, in 15 minutes. Yeah, but that, that's all they are, though. That, to me... Yeah, they ain't the same when they Tyler start. I, think, I like him and the German guy. Like, but they're only 15, 20-minute players. You've seen yeah. them start. You've seen the German start. He was a load of shit. He's awful. I completely agree on both of them players. Volksammer looked unbelievable when he came off the bench against Swansea yeah. against Norwich. Yeah. You know, fucking hell, yeah. We could have got a little Jemmy. And since then, you know, like, like Pete said about um, Fleming playing that position, he goes and stands on the fucking right wing. Volksammer, I don't know mm. what he's doing. And Bury, however, with Bury, you know, he's not going to track back. You know, he's, you know, he, he might not, maybe not lazy in that aspect, but he just doesn't know how to defend. Don't forget, he's quite young. And he's still getting coached. So you Roy King say something the other day. He's having a massive round, Michael Richards, about the Manchester Derby saying, well, Ronaldo doesn't track back. And he said, I don't care. He scores 25 goals a season. So he can stay up yeah. top. With Tyler Bury, he's not going to score 25 goals a season, but he's determined and ambitious to hurt the opposition. So if Ronaldo wants to be defensive, why not start with Bury, try and get a lead, and then yank him? Because the best way... To, to defend what you've got is to be in front first. Rowick keeps going into games. Yeah, How can we not concede? But we're conceding two goals in every away game. Yeah. That's not what we do, though, is it? We wait till we go 1-2-0 down before we start playing. Well, <laughs> I, I put out a tweet, right, and I said that the thing is with Rowick, it's like there don't seem to be, there's no plan B. But to be fair, recently, I don't even really think there's a plan A. Um, no, yeah. I don't, sure. You know, I don't, like... There seems to be just try and try and try, <laughs> try this player in this position. Let's try this player in that position. And it's like, I, I find it weird because I think even at the start of the season, there was players that weren't playing. So like, I remember I was early on in the season, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, we all know like, I, was, I was quite critical of Billy Mitchell, but he was been our best player in the last two, three games. And then there's been players that start the season quite well that then have just fallen off the tail. But I just think that, there's one big thing that's missing that. If you're going to play a back five, right? Hutchinson, I know he's injured and we can't do nothing about that, but he's so missed in that back line when we play as a back five. This Cresswell, mm. early doors, like even in pre-season, for what player we've got on our hands. Mm. But I don't think he can really lace Ballard's boots. He ain't, his first touch is not all there. I think he gets very nervous. I think he's not, you know, he panics on the ball. He's not he's, as He switches off all the time. And he switches off. And to be fair, when you notice the goals that we concede, a lot of them are down to Charlie Cresswell. If I'm being mm. brutal. Do you oh, not, he's, do, he's got do the you same editor as Yuri Spellak, hasn't he? He's definitely got the same yeah, editor as Yuri Spellak. He's so real. But um, do you I not think, think look, saying that? Is, look, like, good evening, Sir Trevor Ov. Um, It's poor football, Dan. Can't applaud that not for even getting three points. Like we say, it's me or war. We're used to going up, we're used to going down. We're used to winning games. We're used to losing games. It's just, what is it? It's it's tough to, we know what it is, but it's tough to explain to maybe an outsider looking in. It's just not, we don't just play the meal away, do we? And I don't mean kick people up in the air. I mean that aggression, that getting into these places. That's what I'm trying to put into terms. If anyone can help me, that's, you know, that's what I'm trying yeah, to do. Yeah, you know, that was 
the worst thing about QPR, and I'd say the Blackburn game as well, there's just like, it was just, I'd describe Saturday as spineless because there's just no passion, no grit, determination. It's just completely flat. And all we want to see is like 100% effort, bit of work, oh. show a bit of passion. But we're not even doing that. See, with um, without Hutchinson in the team, we do not have one player in our squad with a set of bollocks, right? Someone that's no. gonna, someone that's gonna row our team up. Someone that's that gonna say, Kelly, no bollocks, no bollocks. But so, no, not absolutely nobody rows our team up. You know, we used to, we used to have them. You'd have a Steve Morrison or a, or a Dennis Wise if you want, or a Kale or. Even the old, you know, Stuart never caught them. All them type of people that used to rile them up constantly. But if you look at our team now, you've yeah. got a, you've got eleven yes men on the pitch, right? All doing what Rowett says. And we, when we said earlier about it, it's because the players are scared to make a mistake in case the fans get on their back. I don't think yeah, that's the exactly. case. I don't think that's the case. I think the players are scared to make a mistake in case Rowett gets on their back, and he likes to out them in public. He likes to probably out them in the, um, you know, in the training grounds, and I think the players are scared to make a mistake because they're not doing. I, I don't know. It's like a chess game for Rowett, a game of football, um, and Rowett sort of knows how to play the moves. But when you're in real life playing a game of football, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We don't always end up like that, you know, type of thing. 
I mean, look, you need to get back to your basics, I think, personally. Yeah, 4 4 If you like to play four at the back, if you like to be defensive, sorry, it's best off playing four at the back because a playing wing back is actually on paper supposed to be an attacking formation. But they go yeah, up. Yeah, because then really you just got three at the back if they're yeah, going up. Yeah, you go up, you hit that brick wall, like, you know, in sitting just inside the opposition's half. We've got no ideas of what to do. So then we just end up coming backwards. Then we they, get the nullified. they get nullified when they try to do that. Yeah, they, they know, know what we can play for and they can put an extra bloke there. And you know what? That's why we've done so well under Route and Route first come in. It was a bit of a shock to everyone the way we set up and yeah. we set up yeah. and it was brand new to everyone and it worked and it seems that all the players kind of but then it gets stuck and then things just get stale. This happens with anything. Things get stale, things get found out. And we've been you know, we're we're getting like when we you know when we beat Blackpool, I've never been less happy with a win and all my everyone walked out the ground feeling the same way everyone walked out and everyone was yeah everyone was so flat we come in for we come in for quite a bit of criticism on the channel right not you boys in the box the fan cams after the blackball game because the boys went let's do fucking interviews and they was all absolutely lagging and i knew they weren't the strongest fan cams we'd ever done but i put them out and i knew we'd get some shit but that's fine and we're used to it but on reflection i feel that it reflected they was all lagging for a reason because honestly, no one was out for a second half. They all sat in a box and just yeah. fucking iron out buckets of Peroni after buckets of Peroni. But when I went in at full time, no one had even come out for a second half. And that's yeah. why they was all so pissed. And that's why the fan cams were all over the place. Everyone was just laughing and joking because yeah. it's they'd rather sit. They're paying, we pay £1,500 a person in that box. Yeah. And they all just sat in the fucking bar and just. Do, do, do you know what, Dan? It's, it's funny, you can't keep everyone up in there. My comments when I put down how flat it was and blah 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 blah, and then someone puts down, "Call you lot are always moaning. You're never happy when we win." Go and, to I, games. and I felt like saying, "Go and watch the shit." Then, all what right? Did, yeah. What did you say, Joe? Yeah, they weren't at the games. Who said that? No, one of the kids on my Connor Connor's here. Look, Connor. Oh, <laughs> right. So I, I thought myself. He went. He said, "You're never happy with that? three points." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I thought I can't believe that comment. Right. I said we just watched it like everyone just said. We've all agreed on it. Walked out and it was like it was like a defeat. It was that poor, you know. And you see that in all our interviews about the game, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've all got different opinions about the Millwall way, the aggression and all that. You know what? I don't want the Millwall way anymore. I want a bit of pretty football that I see from Brentford and the Bournemouths and. And the teams like that. That's what I want to see. I, want, I know we ain't, but we need. We ain't to. got either. <laughs> Uh, but you know, talking about playing running with the ball, no, we ain't got no one to run with the ball. Shackleton's really surprised me. I thought we'd come with a good track record of being out to beat people and run with the ball, but he doesn't, does he? He's like, well, I, I think Leeds have got a gun to her, but him too. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not a fan. Yeah, of do, do you know what the funniest thing in um pre season speaks to some Leeds fans on holidays and stuff, and they've said. Like that, Shackleton and uh, Cresswell were quality players. They started a few games for us in the Premier League last season. Go, you've got two really great players on your hand, but yeah, I've seen the total opposite. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're agents in disguise, blimey. <laughs> it's a, it's a fuck. I mean, look, I keep going back to, I go back to this all the time. It must be like a fucking broken record, but I still don't think it was as bad as it was two years ago. I do think we've progressed, but. I, yeah. I, I, I'm no, trying to think. I've, I've turned slightly now since Saturday because 
you can't keep losing away games. Conceded two goals in every away game. Oh. Swansea was a freak. So we've got one point. Is that right from fucking five away games? Uh, mm. Jake Cooper's goal on Saturday was the first goal we scored away from home since Benekafobi scored the penalty against Burnham away. But the, yeah. the, the thing is now why I'm really starting to get fucking angry and frustrated is I know I'm going to go to Rotherham on Wednesday and I know, well, I'll be amazed if he doesn't play five at the back, especially away from home. But will he get... There's two ways to look at this and I say we'll play devil's advocate tonight. Will he... Go to Rotherham on Wednesday, who are currently just got their new manager. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they have. They just got uh, Matt Taylor in from Mexico. Yeah. But Paul Wong's left and gone to Derby. And instead, Chris Wilde has been sacked. We went to Rotherham away early in the season a couple of years ago. And we flew to fucking terrible 1-0 win. And I think their keeper just put it on a plate for Jed. Yeah. Do you, when Rowett's really under it, he just somehow, and credit to him, whether it's tactical or luck or a bit of both, he manages to scrape a fucking result. Is it likely we'll go mm. to fucking Rotherham on Wednesday? No. Go on, then. Oh, I think we're losing that. Yeah, yeah. we're losing. We're not. The, 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 the team... I so, think we get a nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw, Carl. Oh, please, don't um, tell me that. No, I can't see it. Um, I know we keep going up. Oh, you know, we don't expect them. We get a win and we're all upbeat. And then we could beat possibly beat Middlesbrough on Saturday. It all changes, isn't it? If we won them two games... Come Sunday, we'll be looking at top yeah. six again, but won't we? As much as I, I've always stuck up trying to hold on to Rat and stick up for him so many times, we're just letting time to bet in. But I think Kenny's right at times when he says that when he does get a win, it paints over a lot of cracks. That, that famous word. Yeah, yeah, it does paint over. Does it paint over cracks? I, I do like that saying, and we all use it. And I'm not saying you're right or wrong. Or is it just, look where West Brom are, look where Middlesbrough are. Look what Blackburn do and, and, and Reading win 1-4-0, lose 1-4-0. Is it just the standard of football <laughs> in the Championship as a whole and some teams beat some, no. some teams I've beat seen some others? Teams. Then I've you're, seen you're some shaking your head. Having a go. I think it's... I mean, you look at it. Teams are going to beat... Uh, one team's beating them, then next week they're, they're thumping another team. We actually haven't thumped any teams, have we? When was the last time? When was the last time I I can't actually remember the last Barnsley, time we fucked the team. Maybe hmm. Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley. What was that? Two 0 Peterborough. Two teams who went down. Three 0 But Peterborough, we got we got we got smashed away at Peterborough. One of the worst performances I've seen. And just look at the performances. The oh, performances. Well, <laughs> I think this is what's confusing, right? For someone who's so, for someone who's so consistent as a manager. You would expect more consistent results, wouldn't you? You know, so, yeah. You know, well, and, and to be fair, at the moment, technically, he is. We've lost every game away <laughs> from home. So, or, or you know, apart from Swansea, it's Swansea. But it's no. The problem is, we, I don't care what other teams are doing. You know, I couldn't care less whether Burnley are thrashing everybody or, you know, Barnsley. Barnsley ain't even our league, you know, league now. But no, I mean, like someone's losing all the time. I'm not, I'm not bothered. I'm just bothered about our football club. And if you say the level of football, I think the level of football in the championship this this season is horrendous. Um, I haven't. But that's watched, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing other teams. Well, you know, it's we're saying our football's terrible. You're right. We are. You're right, King. Carry on after I said this. You're right to only worry. No, we don't give a fuck what Burnley do. We don't give a fuck what West Brom are doing. We only need to worry about. And focus on what we're doing, but I, I think it's just just the way the championship is. You know what the problem is, right? And 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 this is the, the problem overall is that we had, in my opinion, 
a reasonably good transfer market. Yeah, we you know we we got some half decent players in. I don't think we did. But go on. Okay, but then the reason why we were all excited about these players is because someone like Styles. Let's use Styles as an example. Styles is uh, predominantly a left wing back. We play him as a left wing back for a couple of games. He plays really really well, so and I then see. all of a sudden, you the next game he's in midfield. Right, so you're like, well, hang on a minute, what's what's that all about? Ryan Shackleton don't play that well um, in midfield, and all of a sudden he becomes a right wing back, and he does all right. We we have a, Fleming is just, I'm pretty sure Fleming's just put in the team to do something. Yeah, right, and we don't have that luxury as that type of player. Gary Rowett doesn't. When was the last time that we actually looked at it and gone, fuck me, this has been the same team for the last five games and we can actually start gelling as a team. Yeah, and that's improvement. It's changed round all the time. And how can you expect the players to, you know, uh, gel with each other, get make patterns of play together if it's constantly be changing? One minute, you're going, right, well, I know Savile's going to be pushing on. Uh, if you're Billy Mitchell, for instance, I know Savile's going to be pushing on. I know that Bury's going to be on the wing. But then all of a sudden, you've then got Evans next year who has been told to drop back. You, you, you're never going to know what to do with a football because you're constantly... And Mitchell is a great example because he's probably the only player that does stay in the team at the moment. Where you, He doesn't know where to pass because he doesn't know where his teammates are going to be because they change every week. Yeah, Tre- Trevor's agreeing with you there. Trevor says, Styles played two blinding games at left wing back, then brings in Spaghetti Legs, Spaghetti Legs Malone. Uh, back to Styles has been in midfield. Rowe is clueless. I think we're all, even in the chat now and on the, on the panel, we're all seeing the same things. We're all seeing the same problems. And that's what I said. This is my biggest problem is we'll go to Rotherham Wednesday, not tomorrow, I don't know what fucking day it was it, um, and he'll play five at the back. He's just, is he, does he really believe it's going to work or is he just stubborn or? I think we're on a downward spiral, Dan. I think, I don't think that we'll get anything from them both games this week. I think he'll play exactly the same. And the only time he ever plays four at the back is when he's desperate to, to try and get a result. That's what, and it, it's really weird because you're, you're right in saying that he does do that when he really needs to score a goal. We do score a goal. Yeah. He does a bit like his piece had a bit Ian Holloway esque and throws every fucker up front. But when we actually need to break a team down and come from behind, we can do that. And when he needs a result, he does change it and get that result, but then he reverts back to the old way. I don't know, boys. What are we saying? It's just fucking... Yeah, I I'll it's 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 one minute. Sort of, it's the sort of manager that will win... We'll, sorry, I was just saying, give, give right time. We will start slow. Give team time to gel and stop silly. He's had three years, mate. He's had three years. Don't want to be a Watford man. Can you know? had three years, yeah, exactly. It went 2-0 on Wednesday night, and then it'll change the team on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for your donation, by the way. M1985, thank you. You know what I mean? So we could win two tonight and they'll change it Saturday and bring three different players in. You ain't got that jet like people can, um, a consistency, which we that is one of our biggest ever problems. But you know the notice the difference, you know that the last two seasons, even like his season when he came in halfway uh, like in October, so Let's just say he's had pretty much three full seasons now. He's coming up to four. Um, we've like Bart got the Golden Glove twice, two seasons in a row, I believe. And I think we was 
one of the highest clean sheets, you know, for not conceding goals. And every time we've conceded a goal this season, we've conceded more than one. We've conceded two. And we've conceded, like, do you know what I mean? And it's, it's we're conceding a lot of goals, you know. And this you is could the say that was so new because the defence. We're conceding so many goals. And they're goals? stupid goals. They're not, they're like the one that gets QPR, the second one, the one with Charlie. The first Cole. one, certainly, Long and Creswell. Fucking yeah. Club football. Joe Ball, mate, what are you going to say? What he's saying about Bart got the golden glove, like obviously, uh, don't get me wrong, he's he's a great keeper, as we <laughs> but you could also say our defence was a lot stronger back then. And at the minute, I have to say one of the major things this season, our defending has been no wow. sort of shambolic at times. That first goal, they made mistakes. They, they they just look so panicked, like panicked on the ball, like no one seems to know what they're doing. They all look like so nervous this season. Cooper's, just, Cooper's, Cooper's doesn't look nothing like the player. I think Cooper's no, wait, wait, It's funny how he's going to say that because I, I, I don't, honestly, I'm, I think I am in the minority, but I don't think that Cooper's a problem. I honestly don't. I think Murray Wallace. I, don't, right, I wouldn't Cooper, say he is. Murray Wallace was our player of the year last season, right? And I love Murray Wallace and he's a mill top player. He tries really hard. He is a terrible footballer. Right, he always has been a terrible footballer. He's not a footballer. He's a good defender. He's a, he's an awful footballer. He does not kick in the ball the pitch. Charlie Creswell is miles out of his depth in this division. As I said, he's got the same minute as Yuri Skalak. Cooper, I don't think, should be taking bullets he's taking. And Hutchinson is, is, is injured at the minute, but he's, he's kicking on. It just baffles me that Route 1 go back to a back four. It's so much more compact. It's so much more regimented and disciplined to go four at the back because you're not... You're not exposing yourself with them wing backs bombing on, moves breaking down, and then teams getting in behind. I think I, I think I said this in the in the WhatsApp group earlier is that when you're playing with three at the back, and he, ex, he does expect his wing backs to get as far forward as possible um, when we're attacking, and actually he expects both full backs to get when we're irrelevant of whether we're attacking right or left. Both full backs go forward, so we are left with a three. He usually tries to cover that with a with a midfielder dropping, doesn't he? Mm. Um, but um, oh, I forgot where I was getting at with this. What did you say? Oh, yeah, sorry. So, when you got three at the back, I, I said this you've usually got four or five midfielders with attackers coming towards you, so you can't man mark in, in our games, you can't um, always, you know, s- stop every run that's coming towards you. So, it's so like I always use this word now discombobulated where you've got. You don't really know where to go in the best way to track your man um, and not leave um, space open for other people to run through because you don't have, you've only got three centre-backs when you're defending. So we do all right if we've got enough time to get back, sit, because usually then you've got a five and then you've usually got Billy Mitchell or someone else, Billy Mitchell of Savile usually, sitting in front of the defence. We're all right. But if it's a quick break... Our defenders ain't got, have not got a clue what to do. And I I don't think it's their fault. I think they've got Mm. too much to do, too much to see, etc. Well, Connor says he thinks that uh, he's lost the dressing room. Players look like they are fed up of it, fed up of him. And like Pete said, it feels like, oh, I think one of you said, it just seems like a downward spiral now. But we beat Rotherham. If we beat Rotherham, then we... We'll only be papering over the cracks, then. (laughs) <laughs> but what, I, I, I do agree. I said I'm just playing devil's advocate. Or are we doing? Or do we need to look at? As I already said, 
uh, the budget we're on, the players we've signed. There's arguments in the comments, and Kenny says this to me all the time. Look at Luton. Do you know what I mean? Look, look what they've managed to do. You know about the whole budget thing. Don't get me wrong. I've been guilty of saying it myself, saying, oh, we've got one of the lowest budgets in the league, blah, blah. But now I'm starting to turn the other way because yeah. you can use the examples of um, Luton and what they've done last season. You look at that time, and I'm going years back, well, when Blackpool went up to the Premier League with Holloway, did they have a big budget? And you can also flip reverse and look at it on the other side where you can say some of these teams in the league have got much bigger budgets than us, are spending millions on players, the likes of West Brom, Middlesbrough. And look what they are. Look where they are. So I don't really know about this whole budget thing anymore. Well, Joe, just look at the teams that have been in the Premiership then, right? You know, look at it. Let me just tell you, Connor Barnsley been in the, in the Premiership. They got the playoffs. Oh, you talked about right? twenty years ago. Uh, well, no, no, but they, 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 got, they got the playoffs two years ago, didn't they? Barnsley. They got the playoffs. You got Burnley, right? Seven side club, Queen Park Rangers, um, uh, Brentford. Uh, who else is up there? Brentford and um, who else is up there? A lower league oh, club. Yeah. For yeah. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, right? Yeah, they're like, they're small fan bases. Yeah, they're yeah this is my yeah. argument. This is what I'm trying to I say. Think so, I think we're doing it. I I remember Ian Holloway, Dan. Now, Dan, Dan said, uh, Ian Holloway we, said we'll play Brentford years ago. We're five years behind them. Well, let us know in the comments, but I'm going to say this. As long as we've got an eye on our ass, the group of players we got are never in a million years, even with fucking Pep Guardiola in charge, anywhere near competing for the top six. Never in a million years. Promotion, uh, got more chance of getting struck by lightning, but the group of players we got, I'm sorry. I don't like Rowett, and I'll be the first one to slag him off. The players we got as a squad are absolutely miles off, even with Klopp and Guardiola as assistant, in my opinion, competing for the top. Dan, I reckon, Dan, I have to, I've got to argue with you on that. I, no, it's I good. Let me know. Well. So, I think that if we played a, let's say we played a 4-3, 1-2, uh, right? Uh, four, four at the back, and then we played three in the middle, say Mitchell, Savile, and someone else, I don't know. Played Fleming in his 10, and you had... Uh, listen, I don't like a phobie, but put a phobie and Bradshaw up there together as well, seeming mm. that their partnership was out of this world. Their friendship, by the way, looks out of this world as well, all on social media, cuddling each other, kissing each other, whatever else they're doing. Right? Um, um, I, I would safely turn around and say to you, we go to Rotherham, we beat them, we come back to the to the den on Saturday night against Middlesbrough, we beat yeah. them, and then all of a sudden, everyone will be turning around and going, "Hang on a minute! Right, this is what this this is the formation that we should be playing. These are the players that we should be playing, and everything looks a lot more hopeful." If we if if we done that, however, the only person that can't see that is Mister Rowett, and unfortunately, he's the one who's in charge. Um, we're we're going to continue playing five at the back as all the time that Rowett's got an hole in his arsehole. Yeah. Um, and he will, um, well, fortunately, be the demise of his own managerial career. Yeah, I'm just looking at all these comments, and I, I, maybe I haven't explained myself properly, but, but I said it's, it's open for debate. That's why I'm here. A lot of people not agree with me in the comments saying it's the manager. I agree it's the manager, right? I don't want him in charge. I never fucking did. I feel from a fan perspective and even from the channel, the channel is treading water a bit in terms of we're always looking for new ideas and new shows, but we don't get the memories under Rowett that we did 
under Harris. I'm not saying we wouldn't improve with another manager. I'm saying even with, with another manager, with the players we got currently, we could never get promoted. We could never be a Bournemouth. We could never but, be... I, I, disagree, I would say, OK, because myself including and all of us on here slag the players constantly. So if people don't agree with me, what players have we got that are good enough to... to what players have we got that could play in a top championship side? A phobie, no. Bradshaw, no. Fucking Malone, no. Shackleton, no. McNamara, maybe. Billy Mitchell, maybe. Savile, no. Evans, no. Styles, no. Cooper, maybe. Hutchinson, too old. Murray Wallace, yeah, never. We're talking about a team. We're talking about a team here that beat beat Bournemouth in the FA Cup, Watford in the FA Cup, and then the Champions of England in the FA Cup. That was under Neil Harris, though. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what Millwall's all about. You, you, well, you know that anyway. But that's what Millwall is about. A lot yeah. of players that aren't that good ability-wise, but come exactly. together as a team. Good point. That that mm. you know the aggression, the want to wear the shirt. Right, and go out and try as hard as they can. We didn't beat Leicester, the champions of England, because we were better than them, ability-wise. We beat them because we wanted it more. Right? Mm -hmm. and, I'm actually going to click that up and put it on social media, because it's a really good point. However, yeah. we, I will say we had Morrison, we had Gregory, Sean Williams, we had a... Did yeah. I don't think? We had Jeb Wallace, we had a young Jake Cooper, we had a... He actually got sent off against Leicester, didn't he? Yeah. But, I think the players we got. Yeah, but that's what what I'm but, trying to say is just it's the want, it's the it's the will, mm. and that's what we we were getting that under Neil Harris. We were, you know, we weren't always getting the results, we weren't always getting a great performance, but we did get that that want and that will and that want to play for the shirt, and, and we had that. Listen, in my opinion, so yeah. I, I I think if we had that, we'd beat every, we could beat every single team in this championship. You know what I'd say? I've got a point quickly. You say about we can't dream of top six with this set of players, but we weren't too far off it last season. But what I can't decide on, I do think we, we are missing Jed, but you, you can't just say we're just a, a one-man team with him. What I can't make my mind up is, go back to it, we was all happy with the signings we made this summer. Are we stronger as a team this season or weaker? So we didn't lose that many players other than Jed last Stronger. season. And Ballard. we weren't far off getting the playoffs. Yeah, Ballard. I, I think we got a much stronger squad. Much stronger than we had I, last I year. Just, we got okay, so if you were going to say that, if you're going to say that, um, Connell Truman doesn't play. Shackleton, Creswell, Honeyman, Styles, Fleming, Afobi re-signed. Am I missing anyone? Afobi was in last season. Which of those players, has, I'm just asking the question. Which of those players has made us a stronger side? Um, None, the stronger at the side? None of them. Dan, they've not performed to their full ability. I'm telling you now, they're all running on 60%, every one of them. One of the main reasons is that is because they've all come and joined the new teams. Like, getting the low players in get, and getting them to gel, and they're not gelling. Maybe they'll never why, why gel. Why do you think, just a, a genuine question, why do you think they're only getting a 60%? Do you think... They need time. Do you think it's the manager or do you just think, I don't know I what? Lazy, I think it's the fucking lazy players. I'm sorry, but I think it's the players. They're just not giving... Maybe, I mean, I, I, I think some of them players want decent money at Millwall now, right? They've got three-year contracts and things like that. And I just... 
don't know. They need a rocky up their ass, right? They need mm. a rocky up their ass, and maybe that might take another manager to come in and, and do that. But I thought Gary Rowett's philosophy, when he bought into this new way of playing, the way I looked at it, that he was going like attacking, going through the middle rather than going down the outside. Yeah, so he wanted to go through the middle. Went Fleming, Honeyman, players like that who, who meant to run drive through the middle, and that hasn't happened. And no. what we're doing, we're just launching it from the back to the front and bypassing them players, yeah? And we, I don't think we found our correct formation, right? I don't think we found... Of course, we haven't found it. But I've, I do believe we will. I do believe we will. And I like Kenny, I disagree with you there when you say we should make the top six. If them, them players we got can make the top six if they, if they pull their finger out, yeah. 100%. What, under under Rowett? Under Rowett. Under Rowett. Maybe, listen, I might change, but I'm going to give him, in my own mind, I'm going to give it four more games. Right? And then yeah. I, if anything ain't changing, then I will have to be, you've got to I'll go. give it two. Interesting <laughs> point. Yeah, Joel will give it two. Look, Trevor Reimer, hmm. Sir Trevor Off, says, if we lose the next two games, will he get sacked? And before we get on to that, I would say no. I, I think if Rowett saw this podcast, and if he does... Or the club and the chairman saw this podcast. I think they'd say you lot are fucking mad. Look at the position we're in in comparison with other clubs' massive budgets. It's just signed a three-year deal. We currently see it all right, three points off the bottom, but three points off the top. It's too early in the season to 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 get rid of a manager that's won almost fifty percent of his games. By the way, this season, almost fifty percent. He's won. If we had the one we drew against Swansea, if we'd have won that, he'd be 50-50, five wins, five draws. Interesting point on Saturday against you. Uh, on Saturday, I saw it earlier on in the comments, but I just looked through it and I can't find. People actually saying that, I hope we lose. Someone just said, I hope maybe we'll get spanked by Watford and that'll be it. And it's a terrible thing to think that. But I know people that have messaged me saying, I hope we fucking lose today. So he goes. Are you boys at that point yet? I, don't, I just can't. No. I've never got to that point under any manager, really. I don't think it's right, is it? It's a little bit like I always compare this to in my mind, like um, being on the picket line. You know, some people will strike and others won't. And some people, you know, in a job, it's a bit like that. And I'm not going until he's gone, or I hope we lose now until he's gone. It's not they really want our club to lose, it's because they care and they think that's the only consequence that will result in that. Um, So, you boys are not at that stage yet. I'm probably, and some fans will say, "What are you talking about, mate? Never want your team to lose." If we do lose the next two games against two clubs, one manager list currently, and one that have just got a new manager, do you think? What do you think will happen? Let's just say that, Ken. Do you know what, Dan? I'm oh, sorry, go on. I think go that on. I think Whoever. just going on to that about people saying, "Will you get sacked?" and the board are looking at it, going, "We're out of our, we're out of our minds." Well, I think they're very. They're blindsided to a particular point because the the whole point of creating a football team is to get revenue through the door, which is by having fans come through the turnstiles to be entertained and have a great time. You know, you don't you wouldn't build a cinema if people don't want to watch the films. That cinema is not going to last very long. Um, and then all of a sudden, people now don't want to go to Millwall. You know, the Omaras haven't been. I know I know you've had commitments, but I've, I'm. I bet you weren't that bothered, you know, other than in previous years. Do you know what I mean? When you'd be gutted yeah. if you was missing a game, it might be a bit, it is what it is. But so 
look, the long and short of it is, is if you keep playing shitty football um, and you keep not entertaining the fans, the fans are going to keep not coming. Mm. Um, and, and like I said in my in my video on Saturday, that was the first away game I've ever been to on a Saturday where the Millwall faithful just didn't look interested in any way, shape or form. It was, it, honestly, it was so sad to see because not... No one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. No one wanted to sing. Blackburn, Blackburn had about 20 17-year-olds giving it to them with some Doris with a drum. Right? No one wanted to know. Like, people were going, Millwall get battered everywhere they go and everyone just stayed silent. It was like, it was like them all. When did you ever see that? To hear? What were you going to say, Joe? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I've these next two games are pivotal for me. But I have to allude to the fact that a lot of it is down to performances. Like we've mentioned it before. If you get beat and we put in a good performance and we're just a little bit unlucky, you'd say fair enough. Or we was beaten by a better team. There's been so many games this season. Go to the QPR game. That's one that stands out. But other games as well. Well, we've got beat. And I thought... We, we weren't beaten by a better team. That team's been like, terrible as well. But we've still lost the game. And it's it's just the manner of the defeats and the performances. Like, if, if, if it's two more gutless performances in a row, Wednesday and Friday, draw, lose, but if the performances are that bad and there's no passion, then I will have completely turned and say yes to go. But we, well, it all I depends on... New nil. I think it'll be new-nil Wednesday. The, the danger of Rotherham is, all right, they've just... Lost their manager, Paul Wall was dropped down the division to go to Derby. But um they weren't playing that bad though, were they? they, they they're turning teams over two, three, nil at home. I think it'll be nil nil. Charlie's going Wednesday. And listen, I know Charlie's a mate of mine, no one loves fucking Mill more than he does. He, he's like, you know, invests fucking everything, takes both his kids every away game, and he's saying, I'm going Wednesday and I hope we get battered. The, the, the thing is, if people are thinking that, I, I do understand why. And the reason, I mean, it's, when you look at that comment, it's actually crazy, but at the same time, it makes perfect sense because you care so much about the club that you're prepared to spend 250 fucking quid and maybe have a day off work or go to work off the back of three hours sleep by the time you're going from Rotherham, just in the, in, in the interest of the bigger picture of the club. Do you know what I mean? It's a shame it's come to this, especially on today, people saying the comments, I forgot, yes, 137 years since the club started. And under Rao, as I said, people may be saying from outsiders who could even, what's your problem? You know, if we get a result against Rotherham, we're back in the top 10. It's just not the Millwall watermark. It's not the Millwall DNA, is it, to perform? We're not saying, well, we need to play the Millwall way and the Millwall way is popping teams and winning 5-0 every week. It's just something, it's just not right with him in charge. And I've said it, I didn't want him in the first place. And I said that, I said, why? Do you know why people revert back to this Millwall way? Because I know, Pete, you said, you know, I don't like it. Gary Rowett, for a little while, brought um, uh, an idea to the table, to the Millwall fans, to Millwall Football Club, that he was going to play a different style of football. And we all bought into it. You know, we all bought into it and went, yeah, you know, let's let's take on board this new way of football. Well, like um, Kieran said, sorry, he did, he did work at first. I remember doing a post-match saying... We had three centre-backs, then we had two people in front of that, then two midfielders, and then yes. two wide people in front of that, and it did work. But this is, but this is what you need to have. 
But yeah, this is why yeah. you need to have, if you're going to play that style of football and you're going to bring a new idea to the table, you now need to be a superb manager slash coach and have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D and a plan E in order to, to work around that. So if that doesn't work, then we need to change to this. And it needs to be trod into them so much in training, etc. So they all know their jobs and, and their roles when it comes to a Saturday or a Wednesday night. But we've just played a new formation, don't have that style of football to play. Um, and there's no plan B, plan C, plan D or plan E. So that's why we now all turn around and go, we want our Millwall way back. You know, because we remember that and we all had great memories from playing that Millwall way. But it's not that we won't welcome a new style. It's more make that new style work then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it fucking isn't. And this, I'll just try and look at next. When, when you go back to when Rowett first came in and as we was, we was up and on began, oh, it's the Rowett effect because we was winning game after game after game. I right. hated that, by the way, Pete. Did you? <laughs> uh, we seem to love it, but it was the G Rowett effect, what it chose to say. Yeah, but we was flying at that time, and then it all changed, didn't it? When the other guy, Davidson, Johnston, right? Um, I think looking at it now, part of the problem could be his number two. Yeah, he yeah. needs another a, a number two in there with different ideas. Hi, hey, we ain't got no striker coach, have we? Someone said, you know. Yeah, everyone's all wax defenders. Sorry, it's all they're all wax defenders, isn't they? Why, you know, if you could bring a second man in, uh, like a striking coach or something a bit more with a bit thinking, a forward thinking momentum, uh, like mentality, uh, and and because at the moment we're we are all then, surrounded by defensive coaches, all of them. There's not one forward thinking coach or, or part of staff in the in the mill club. Well, uh, Kevin Nugent was a striker, but he's under 23's coach. I see people putting him up for the job earlier, and look, it, 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 it's, that's not the answer. But I think, from what you're saying, is I think, although I've said, you know, I think the players we got aren't fantastic, I think they could do better with a different manager. Well, I still don't think they'll get anywhere near where a lot of people think they will. But I think the problems, one, run deeper than that, and two, Rowett's too stubborn to get any, any other outside involvement in, because if he did that at this point, could be admitting defeat, couldn't it? Mm. I just think it boils down to, you know, where the players are playing. I, I, I'm pretty sure before he bought Fleming, you know, he went, right, I need a good, solid playmaker in a 10 position, right? Yeah. And that's what we got to look for. We went and bought a t he went and bought Fleming and then played him somewhere else. We need a, need a new left wing back. You know, and so we went and got Styles, and then he started playing him somewhere else. We need some help in midfield. Got Shackleton. He played him somewhere else. Like it's, it, it does seem a common theme. He does are two different things. Yeah, Kira said that earlier. It does seem a common theme, Ken, didn't it? In playing people out of position. Yeah. Um, right. This. I mean, it's been going on in the chat the whole time, and I've seen it. But I didn't want to move on to it until we've been going an hour. Fucking hell, where's that gone? Um, people saying about replacements, and we did discuss this earlier on our on our WhatsApp group. Um, I think well look the, the, the outcomes are three outcomes he leaves and goes to another club you know there's rumours he did apply for other jobs before but he's not going to get one of them I don't think um, two he gets sacked which is possibly the only outcome because he he's not going to walk 
they'll have to to pay him off because he fucking just signed a new deal, which he'll absolutely um, take. So, terms of people saying Tim Cale, Stephen Reid, Nugent, right? Nugent's not the answer. He's he's an under-21s manager. Tim Cale is not a football manager. So, it's like saying, oh, we should put Boris Johnson in charge. Um, I get that people like to go down the route of someone who understands the club. And I think that's a good idea to a point, but how many ex-players are now managers that were good players for us and could become Stephen Callum Reed. Just, yeah. Callum well, just Steve, said Steve, Steve Morrison's a number two. Good shout. Well, I think... Would he, he want to be a number two if he's been no. a manager now, though? And yeah, Rowan, Rowan, Rowan wouldn't do that. Rowan's going to be thinking he's fucking going to have my job here. The only outcome I think was Stephen Reed's now stepped away from football. Uh, in terms of people saying Sean Dyche, Chris Wilder... X, Y, and Z, please stop because we can't afford to pay players. Sean Dyche was the highest paid manager in in, in, in an English manager in, in no, football. No, no, I don't. We, we can't, we've got no budget for players and we've got no budget for managers either. So I'm not saying people wouldn't want the job because then when people go, oh, we'd want to manage us, loads would. But, no, I'd have. Huh? Callum Davidson. Yeah, not but he's not that great, St. Johnson, is he? I don't know. No, he's not. That He's not. But do you know what? He knows the football club. He knows what we're about. Um, well, I know the players really like him. Yeah, yeah, and, and he knew how to, it, it, you know, well, it's obvious. He, he knew how to get the best out of the players. Um, and I think he was a lot more involved than what people think he was, to be honest. Yeah. Um, people were throwing names in the hat. Charles is saying, Callum Davison. And so I know the players really respected him and were, were disappointed when he left. I mean, look, this, Chris, no disrespect, it's a fantastic idea, but it's Roy the Rover's shit, isn't it? That, mm. That's never going to happen. Harris is currently struggling as Gillian manager. I think, if anything, and Rout was to get sacked or leave for whichever reason, I think they would turn to Steve Morrison. Um, but the, the fucking, so I'm saying Steve Cooper, he's a fucking manager in not in a forest. The Chris Wilders in this world, the, Sean Dyche is in this world. It's never going to happen. We Not can't afford the manager's yeah. wages. His wages, I think, are four million a year. <laughs> Sean Dyche. Yeah. And look at the Premier League experience uh, Dyche has had now with Burnley. I, I don't think we can attract that uh, manager of that era no. now. Listen, when, when we need a manager before, give it to the chairman. When we when we, we need that manager after um when uh Holo, everyone wanted everyone wanted Holloway. Holloway. And then what happened after Rowan's gone? He's gone out. He's got the best manager available to us out there in Rowan. I know some people's gone about out oh, and look how that turned out, though. But I think the two times when we go calling for a manager, our club don't let us down. They get us the best one, and it, but it don't work out, obviously, sometimes. But um, whatever happens to Rowan, I know that Millwall as a club, would go out and get one of the top boys they can out there, and that would be 100%. I think he'll walk. I think he'll walk, and I'll tell you why. The Middlesbrough job's just come up. <coughs> I'm pretty sure at some point, <coughs> the Strong job's going to come up. right? And I think he'll look at that and go, with that West Brom team, I, I can do something with them. He won't, that, he won't walk. Would they want him? No. He won't walk. There's no way because he just signed the deal. He, he walks, he loses all that money. Three years though, on probably what 15 grand a week. Yeah, Maybe but if he's at West, yeah, but if he's at West Brom, he'll be getting 20. If West Brom approached me with four services, that's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, if he, walks, he walks away from three years though. 
and hashtag pay me. No one's going to be doing that. But, but he's um, going to get another three-year deal at West Brom, for instance. Do you know yeah, what I mean? If so. West Brom approach us for him, that's fine. But yeah. I don't think that's going to happen in a million years. Um, weirdly, like, reflecting on what Pete just said, I actually haven't got a problem with the job he's done, right? Because you have a fantastic manager in Neil Harris, and it took us time. We had, uh, since Jacket to Harris, the transitions in between didn't work, like Pete said, Holloway, low mass. And a lot of times, I say this quite a lot, at a football club, you'll have a manager, you'll switch manager, and the reason you switch manager is because you're not doing very well, and you go boom, and then you've got to try and find the right formula yeah. and the right manager. As a stopgap manager who can steady a ship, even though our ship wasn't sinking, I ain't got a problem what Rowett's done. You know, he's kept us in the championship for those two, three seasons now, but he's never going to take us at the next level. So I haven't got a problem with the job he's done, but I just, and even with a new manager, without investment from maybe Husky, I don't think we're going to go to that next level. It's just, it's so fucking boring that I've just got, all right, you've done all right for us, mate. Thanks very much. Now you can fuck off. Yeah. We can get a little bit of aggression and tenaciousness back. There's a name thrown in that no one has. Alex Ray, of course, assistant to Paul Wince. And I told people at the start of the season saying, Reading, we're going to get relegated. Tony Warner, goalkeeper coach, Alex Ray, the assistant, and Paul Wince, the manager. They are not the type of, type of people that are going to foul. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Alex Ray's got a lot of experience as a number two, never been a number one. Would he want it? I don't know, but I think they will go down the ex player route. But you said you think they'll go after the, the you know what the best person available. Yeah. And I, 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 I you know, I wouldn't pass Millwall. I think we could attract um, someone with uh, like um, what's his name? I just said what's his name? Sean Dyatt. Everyone's going. Dyatt. I think we could attract. Think we could. Him. I think yeah, hundred percent. We got that new chairman on board, right? Um, he's obviously going to punt some money into the club. Who? That new. We got another chick like he's just investing in Millwall, wasn't he? Another one oh. on the pool, right? Another in America, right? And with Husky and and Berylson, and the future generation, I think we can uh, go high end, high end. But then you got to look at Daichi's style of play. He's a four four two, isn't he? He started. Well, I think that's what we should wages, revert mate. back to. We, we, we wouldn't be able to afford his wages, Daichi. Yeah, but he'll take the. He's a millionaire, Dan. He don't need all the wages. Yeah, he'll take X amount a week. Do you know what I mean? Just to get himself back out there. No, he doesn't need any money. He got. I know we don't need any money. So I know he doesn't need the money, Dosh, but they still want it. If you're used to yeah. earning 40 grand a week, yeah, but he's not going to be 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 going but a lot of people saying, I mean, look, this is the name afterwards in that early doors. Because honestly, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get a big name manager. It, will, it just won't happen. I think they'll go down the route. What, okay, so what do you think will happen, Joe and Kenneth? Pete thinks that it'll get it'll, you know, might be a bit ambitious of a manager and get the best available. I think he'll go straight to Steve Morrison. No. Yeah, I think he would. I think he'll go straight to Steve Morrison. I'm sorry, I'm not saying that he's the right choice. Um, but, I, but I'll tell you what, if we come Christmas and where it goes, I wouldn't have a problem with having Steve Morris until the end of the season. But I don't think I don't think he's the guy to push us forward. I think he has that, mm. that bollocks about him that we need. Um, 
But look, I, I don't think he he's too he's had one season. Is it not even one season in the championship as a manager? Um, and he didn't do very well. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah so good, Morrison you? got sat by Cardiff, who are arguably worse than us. Why take it? Exactly. exactly. I, 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 well, I, I understand why he got sat by Cardiff, but I think Cardiff's expectations are bigger than ours. He got 12 new players in, and I'll be honest, Joe, yeah, they did look shit when they come to the den, didn't they? But I just mm. think the I do think, would I could, could, could be quite caveman and yeah, fucking we're Mill Wall, we play with a Mill Wall way. I do honestly think that someone like Morrison would get more out of, of, of a Millwall team than other, than, a, than a neutral manager may, may would. And I think that he, I saw him on Sky Morrison and he said, oh, you know, this and that, and I've got 12 new players in. I thought we tried, he, he actually tried to play at the back, didn't he? Trying to play the right way. And I think it given the time, I think Morrison would be very similar in results to Rowett. However, just the fucking I mean, the controversy, controversy sorry, that he had as a player for us. And fuck off and all that and get off the pitch. Like it was a love-hate with Morrison. I think you'd get that excitement back and that mere wall factor about it. Although, again, with these players personally, I still don't think we'd go any higher. No. You see, um, I, I agree with what my dad's saying about a couple of times where we've wanted managers, like the whole Holloway thing, and we thought... No, nah, we, we won't get him, and they did. And then a lot of us wanted Rowett at the time, fairly uh, experienced championship manager. Yeah, we thought, mm, might not get him, and they still did. Uh, I know a lot of people wanted him. But I think the likes, the likes of Deitch, I think he's yeah. just had too many seasons in the Premier League now for us to um, attract him to get him. I think people are... Dreaming if they think we'll get him. Well, of no. course, boys, as well. We're talking about something the other minute. Absolutely, is, we've wasted probably half an hour on something that absolutely isn't happening. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I was just going to say right. that. We're talking about Hopes another manager. Dreams. Hopes like, and dreams. We're talking about like he's gone and he's, up, he's on Bet365. Right, I'm going to ask each one of you, how does this end? How does this play out with Rowett? Does he turn it round? Does he take us up the table and everyone goes, it's a G Rowett masterclass? Mm-hmm. Or does he get sacked? Does he walk off? No. Right. In my opinion, as an experienced Mill fan, been through it all, highs and the lows. I believe he's going to turn it around. Me. I believe he's going to turn it around. Okay. Uh, and I think we'll go on a The players will gel. We go on a run. And we'll be touching on the playoff doors like we did last year. Right. And <clears throat> Going back to saying the last three years, you said about Rowett. We've never once been in trouble with relegation under Rowett. And that's one of the best things I've ever had as a Millfair. We over the years we come up and gone down, gone down. We've never worried about relegation. And but I know, I know now it's time we have to push on. We have to move on. So and you're I saying think, that's, you're saying it's the players that aren't yeah, I, 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 think, yet. I think, Dan, I think. He will get it right. I think the players will start to to know what they're what they're about and what the clubs are about. And if they they know now. I think with, with the criticism they've got, they've got to put in a shift, and they're not putting a shift. Once he gets over that thing and gets into putting a shift, and that word consistency, not that Jack when I performances we're used to seeing. One minute we we'll lose one three nil, lose two nil, and things like that. Um, 
I believe it will it will turn it around, and I reckon it will start to turn. I don't believe it's the next two games, but I think next five games it will start to turn. Once a player gets used to playing that way. Sorry. We are so who's Mike, someone's mic's clicking, I think. I so said we are predominantly slow starters, and we do every year seem to around Christmas going like or New Year, going like some mad 17-game unbeaten run. Mm-hmm. Joe, how do you think this plays out? Do you think we're wasting our time talking about Rowett out and who's gonna replace him? Do you know what? I was just thinking this, and my answer is I honestly couldn't tell you. Like <laughs> at this minute, because we, we weren't in a dissimilar position at this stage of last season, and we have always been slow starters. I get that. I'm kind of with the attitude that the players do need a bit more time to gel. But I'm also thinking, how long? How long How long is this going to take? Um, and I'd love to think that he's going to turn it round. I said it even um, when we had that stage where we didn't win in how many games was it? 14, 15 games. And I stuck for it. I said, he's going to turn it round. And he eventually did. Turn it round last season, uh, second half of the season. So I would like to think he's going to do that. But some of these performances I've seen this season, I've, I can't see it now. And I don't yeah. know how it's going to turn out. How does he think, Ken? I think the bloke's a fucking con artist. <laughs> um, I, don't, I think he is. That I, is the I, I, of Kenny Draper and not lying to TV as a business. Thank you. Just want to say that. <laughs> I don't know who's worse as a con artist, the phobia or Rowley. I think you were going to say. Okay. <laughs> um, look, this is the problem, and this is this is where Rowley's got all Millwall fans in my opinion. We go and win one 0 away to Rotherham on Wednesday night, and it's the G Rowley effect all of a sudden. Again. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we have this massive hype. Um, but look, if we keep continue to play the way we're playing right now. The only reason why that table looks good at the moment is because we've only played 10, 11 games and everything's still really close. Mm. Yeah, but you tra- you push that on to another 20 games, we are in the relegation mm. if we carry on playing the way that we're playing. I don't think that we will be in a, in a relegation battle this season. I think that we will probably more than likely, mm. I said this, um, at the beginning of the season, be about 15th, 15th, 16th, if we have Rowett. But Rowett is there, he's a businessman, he's got a family to keep. He must know that it's not going well. Um, and I honestly do believe that if he gets offered another job in the championship on the same or better money, on the same distance of contract, he will 100% leave us 100%. home and dry. Without fail, but do you think other teams will will take him? No, I think that I think that's that, the again, thing. I he's, don't. He's, he's he's becoming the Sam Allardyce in the championship. You know, type of thing. I think that I think that someone like Middlesbrough might look at him because they see what he's done at Millwall, and and they Millwall is a is a steady ship to an extent. Yeah, you know. So if you look at Rowitz, don't look at how we play. Don't look at it, he's a fucking absolute cheese roll. One of the most boring people alive. Look at the fact of how he's actually come in and maintained a club that potentially should be going around, knocking around the bottom end. Um, he hasn't. Funny enough, though, look, he has not improved on what Harris did. And I say this all the fucking time, right? Everyone goes, he's taking us to the next level. He has definitely not. 
So championship finishes. Uh, 2.16, I'm just looking at it now on my phone. 2.16, 2.17 promoted, right? 2.17, 2.18, finished eighth under Neil Harris, right? 2.18, 19, we finished 21st. That was the season where we fucking, only because Rotherham were worse than us, we went down. Yeah. Mm. Uh, didn't, didn't go down, sorry. 19-20, that was the transition period between them two. Eighth, last season 11th. Sorry, 2021, 2021 11th, 21-22 ninth. So as a as a as a permanent manager, he's never actually bettered Harris finishing the championship. Harris currently, as an individual manager, because it was a season where they crossed over and we finished eighth. All right, he manages for most of that season, but Harris is actually managing a whole season to Rowett managing a whole season finished higher than Rowett. Rowett's best finish is ninth. Harris's best finish is eighth. I'm yeah, we're talking, consistency. we're talking consistency being up there. Yeah. Neil give us that first one around the eighth finish. Then we stuck with nearly relegation. I think Rowett, if we kept Harris, the season we sacked him, I think if we kept him that season, we would have been he walked, he walked. No, no, Dan, Dan, come on. He, he was pushed. That they, Millwall, yeah, right, I think Millwall, I was a Millwall, said, Dan, Look, Neil, you go. You say he was. Uh, we give a bit of money. Makes us all look good. He didn't walk. He was. He was. He was paid off. No, no, he walked. He walked. No, I don't I mean, we, we wasn't doing that bad. We wasn't doing that bad when he left. He wasn't well, even. Dan, Luke, no, Luke, three, that was, night, Dan. Was that actually, game at Luton was one of the worst things I've ever worst seen. Worst nights I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but at least, at least he had the bollocks to go. I understand the club. I understand the fan base. I've done what I've done, I've done it well, and I don't want him to end up hating on me, so I'm going to walk away. I feel like I've taken it as far as I can. You've got to respect him in that aspect. We was actually, I'm pretty sure, Steve Lee's ain't been, I'm actually worried about Steve Lee, because I ain't seen him in a chat for a while. But um, I think he was actually 16th when, when Harris walked after a back. I think he walked. If someone let me know in the comments yeah. if you don't mind. If you, I think I'll, there was more than meets the eye to him just walking, though. Dan, did you <laughs> see that Fulham performance that night? Where they broke the record of passes. You were standing next to you. I said, I said, <laughs> I said they're going to hit 300 passes. You went, no, it takes you three games to get that. And they you went, they've had 80% possession. I think Kieran went, they ain't. He went, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they've had 80%. And yeah. at half time, we checked it, they had 80%. Yeah, they absolutely. And, and that was one of the, that was the start of it. You know, with players didn't know what they couldn't get near the ball. And then um, it was on a dime as well. Neil had to go at that time. But um, like I say, maybe it is um, Robert's time to go. But I, I believe it. I really, I believe he'll turn it around. I really do. Okay, Gary O'Neill is a Millwall. Yeah, fan. I was going to say that earlier. Well, he's from Beckenham. I used to play against him. He used to play for Marvel's Lane um, back in the day. I don't know if he is a Millwall fan. I mean, look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. They're bottom of the championship. Aren't <laughs> you? Oh, they're playing less games. Never in a million years, I used to actually play with Scott Parker. Never in a million years, he's from fucking up the road. Used to play for Elms and fucking Leaford back in the day, but never in a million years would Scott Parker come to us. Not even talking the ties from previous clubs that he's had. Chelsea, fucking West Ham, Cholton. Played for West Ham? Yeah. Yeah. Played for fucking everyone, didn't he? Only gonna look, come on. <laughs> no, I don't mean to be rude, but these people, a lot of the people that were saying, um, Oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, yeah, a lot of these people that are saying Sean Dyche were the same people that were saying we could get fucking Eddie Howe about six months ago. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I like their ambition, but yeah, yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Like, so do I. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have bites just based on the formation he plays. Scott Parker looks good in Sabutio. What the fuck's that about? I used to fucking love Sabutio as a kid. Oh, yeah. My brother was nine. He said nothing to do anything. My brother was nine years older than me, and I used to play all the matches and fucking knock on his bedroom door and go, do the league, do the league. I used to make him work out the league table because I couldn't work it out with the maths. Uh, Mick McCarthy. Some people throwing Mick McCarthy into the fucking mix. No. The bloke who got sacked by Watford. Uh, which is Rob Edwards. I think he's on the verge of becoming the uh, manager somewhere else. A lot of people say, get the Plymouth manager in. Yeah. I don't know. Some people say, Gareth Southgate. I think I'd rather a lot of these uh, people no, are trying God, to fire out no. some of these big names like Dyche and that, but um, sometimes you see these uh, sort of young, sort of hungry managers from that are doing a decent job in League One end up sometimes doing well. So everyone's just looking at the top end. Maybe like I know, again, going back to, we've still got Rowett, but if you was to look at manager, maybe someone in the lower league, young, up and coming. Yeah, do you know what, Joe? Do you know what? That's a good idea because Millwall are a little working class team and from non-league, from a, like League One, League Two, most of them players have come from non-league. Them non-league players are working class players. Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the ethos that we probably need is someone that's young, hungry, yeah, and, and as that as that mentality of going out and wanting to win instead of mm. you know trying so has been in with just people throwing yeah. out like has been in the championship that have been to everyone like yeah it's a little bit of an Alex Neil it's a bit of a stopgap it's a little bit of I mean, Bruce wouldn't come to us and I think he's gonna get I blame by the way so I watch a lot of West Brom games I've had a lot on the telly I blame Carl and Grant mainly for. West Brom being where they are, because Jed's put about 1,500 crosses on the plate for him, and he couldn't hit a fucking barn door, the geezer. It's a penalty, Saturday. Um, but that, that type of manager, I'd, I'd rather go with an, an ambitious one and a young manager and go, right, this, and if that doesn't work out, then go, right, we'll go for a stopgap manager, which I think will happen. Christian Massinelli, thank you once again, mate, for your donation. Super chats are open. You can donate to the channel via the comment section. I think, uh, I think you should probably look at... Um, at managers the same way that you look at players you know you don't you don't go and buy a 38 year old player most of the time you know that's not going to do much for you you go to find a young prodigy you know that could get better um you know like Fleming we're I don't know about you guys but I'm looking at Fleming and going Fleming in two years time is going to be out of this world so you've got to maybe take start taking punts on these younger these younger managers thinking that they're going to improve as well maybe Liam Rossinia, I fucking love that guy as a pundit. And he was at Derby, wouldn't he? But he's walked. I don't think that's any reflection on the results. I mean, they're not been doing fantastic. But they're in all... Weren't he like a little stopgap, though? I've heard he's... Isn't he not still there, but he's gone to a sort of lower position on the back room or something? Because it was only meant to be temporary, I think. Now, here for me is, is a stopgap manager in the Championship. Mark Warburton. Nah, nah not for me. Perfect example. Mm. Going backwards, that for me. Going backwards, I think it's just I think it's just changing a fucking life salt for shaker life. for a salt grinder. I don't think it's fucking doing anything. Mm. Muscat, people say I think Muscat's he thinks that in Belgium he's managed right. All right, boys. I've been going a while. Didn't even realize. No, no, no. It's about my happy to keep going, but I just. 
Next five fixtures. Rotherham away. Middlesbrough home. It's <laughs> not looking good, is it? <laughs> what are we laughing at? Bristol City away. Bro, we are losing every single one of them games. What for at home? <laughs> West Brom at home. You know, you know we're going to lose West Brom at home and Jen's going to score in the fucking 90th minute. So Rotherham away, Middlesbrough at home, Bristol City away, Watford at home, West Brom at home. Right, I'm going to start this off. I actually said out the next two games, I thought we'd get one point, and I think I'm on course for that. That was a complicated Blackburn and Rotherham. I think we'll draw nil-nil at Rotherham. I think we'll draw nil-nil or one-one against Middlesbrough. I think we'll lose at Bristol City. I think we'll get spanked by Watford. And I think we might, well, by that point, might have a new manager, but I think we might draw against West Brom. So I'm saying no wins from five. What are we saying, boys? I'm going to go Rotherham, 2-0 to Millwall, 2-0 to Middlesbrough, draw at Bristol City and, and lose the next two. Four points from five. No, six, seven. Oh, no. Rotherham win, Middlesbrough draw. That's three. Bristol City, you say? Uh, Bristol City's a draw. Five. And then lose the next two. Five from five, five from five for Pete. Joe? No. Win at Rotherham. Win at beat Middlesbrough at six points. Oh, you, feel gonna, you, said, oh you said two nil Middlesbrough. That's why. I'm sorry. Two nil. Oh, yeah. Two, two nil Middlesbrough. Oh, win over Middlesbrough. Two nil win beat Rotherham. Draw at Bristol City and lose the next two. So yeah, I'm, you're saying seven, seven points in five games. I'm saying one, two, three, one, seven, two. Mm. I'm going to go five. I said four. <laughs> I said five. Pete said seven. Kenny saying zero. Zero. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying one point. I think we'll get. I think we'll lose against Rotherham. I think we'll draw against Middlesbrough because he's at yeah. home and he's gonna he's gonna be desperate. Uh, and Middlesbrough <clears> aren't doing that well at the moment. We'll get nothing out of Bristol City, and that will just be because we're away. We'll get nothing out of Watford, and the excuse will be well that's just because it's Watford. And I think the nail in the coffin will be West Brom at home. Do you know what though? Uh, you know what though, Dan. Sometimes these games, they, especially these two last ones, the the Watford and West Brom, is is where it just could turn for us. Is where yeah, I think we'd beat West Brom. We could turn up. We could just turn up, and it'll be like if we beat like say Watford or we do, we do the crowd. The crowd will be up for it, and it will bring the the fans and the players bond back together again. Because at the den lately, it's been like a morgue, hasn't it? It's been like a morgue. It's just not exciting to go to at the minute. Yeah, because you we don't look no forward to it. There's no buzz. It's a yeah, chore. It's a chore to go to the games. Huh? Yeah. It's a chore to go to the game. It's not it's enjoyable. No There's nothing there. But they need a game to turn that into to turn the season around. We need to beat one of them big games. Like, treat it like an FA Cup... Uh, uh, Quarterfinal or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, but that's exactly it. We don't. I know you're right, but we don't actually. We just don't do. We're that. not going to get the crowds in for it, are we? Uh, Paul Wise is going three from five. Steve's going two from five. John uh, George's Desangers oh. is going ten points. Two wins, two draws for Lee Lion Blue. That's good as well. 
Trev saying two points. Charles is going lost, draw, lost, draw, draw. Uh, four points for Chris. Charlie saying lose, draw, lose, lose, lose at best. <laughs> uh, two points at most, one point. I mean, if if, if the, the worst case is the outcome, surely he doesn't see the month out. Surely. If it's the way that a lot of people predicted on it, he, he can't be in a job off after that. Listen, they, they, I'll tell you what's going to throw it. I'll tell you what's going to throw it. It ain't about um, uh, Mill sacking him. It'll be the abuse that Raul will start to get. And fans, he yeah. won't want to stand him and stand him and take that abuse. And I, I wonder think if he's aware. I wonder if he's aware of... Of course he is. Of course he, he must have heard the songs. There's been a couple of chants already this season, isn't there? At some yeah, point. He, he, 400 mil Wolf fans. He will walk. We're singing Gary Rout, your football is shit. Yeah. He will walk. When the abuse is going to get, he will have to walk, right? <clears> and it'll be in one of the old under-the-table uh, deals. Like, you know, like I said about Neil Harris, which I'm 100% sure. Same with Kenny Jacket. Time is time to go, and we pay you up, mate. We all look good. You look good, and I think with Rowett, I think with the abuses it, it will be coming to him and his family. You know, it's like these days in football um, that he will he won't stand for it, and he'll Mill will pay him off, and he'll walk. I think he's got skin like a fucking rhino, mate. I don't think he's going anywhere. Love the Omara optimism. If he if he walks, if another club comes in for him, that's a different fucking situation. No he one's walked, coming in for him to wait for three years' money. And, and no like, Kenny says, like Kenny says, I don't think he really wants to be here. So he's not going to have gone to the graph of getting a new deal or signing one and then walk away from that. I think he'll probably think, do you know what? They don't fucking like me. They never have, regardless of him probably thinking he's done a good job. And on paper, he has. I think he's going to go, no, fuck it. I'm going to sit tight now and then I'll, I'll want my money before I go anywhere. Yeah, Trevor no, says, I love the Omar optimism. I haven't got any left. And that's the way a lot of people are thinking. Um, I used to be a hell of a lot more optimistic once gone from there. That to there. Yeah. And okay, so let's look at the flip side. Um <clears throat> sorry, someone said Jamie Day there. And I actually grew up with Jamie Day. Like he was my best mate growing up. He's actually Swindon assistant manager. Uh, must be a different Jamie Day you're talking about. That's what threw me there. Um flip side of this. From the next five games, we get good results. We go up the table. We're in, in and around the top 10. What do we come on this show and say? Turn the corner. I told you I was right. Paper <laughs> <laughs> in the cracks. Paper <laughs> in the cracks, yeah. I told you the g Rowett effect is back. <laughs> yeah, but you can actually say you was right. Joe will say yeah. turn the corner. Yeah. You know, Kenny, you'll say paper in the cracks. I think a lot of people will, and I'll, I'll just say what I've said all the time. I've accepted now. I've tried to be a lot more optimistic this season, and I've accepted yeah. what our club's become and what type of manager he is. And I'm learning to live with it, but I still don't think it's great. If you remember, we done an you done an interview with me three years ago, and around just took over, and I said I'll give him three years, and then he's got to push us on. Yeah. Well, he's only three years and, and we're not being pushed on. You know what I mean? That's a negative aspect. But I'll, will he be the manager to take us forward? I don't think so. But it'll, it'll get us nearly there. You know, we've got another one in the in the wings ready, probably coming that will push us to the next level. 
which I don't think it's going to be Gary, but he'll be here for another year or so, I reckon. Unfortunately. Until we get a bit more money in the club and they pick out Pep Guardiola, like I said, bring him down there. <laughs> I know we always reflect on this, but I think it is where it is now and it's never going to improve. I think we've we've established ourselves in the champ. I don't think it'll go to that next level. But honestly, the, like, people say Berylson give us money. He keeps the club afloat because our fucking... Our, what's it called? You know, he's down. Our fucking gates aren't great. Like Kenny said, you'll get pulled through the door. And whether we like to admit or not, we've all got this reputation of our ferocious fans. We don't get people through the door. If, if, if someone went to Blackpool, you know, maybe an outsider or you get a lot of Eastern Europeans come, we want to get meal experience. If they turn up against Blackpool, they go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't think we're going to go anywhere higher now without different investment. And with different investment, we'll bring a different type of player which would attract a different type of manager. Yeah, look, here's, here's a statement for you. I, I think that Berylson's done really, really well for our club. Um, and he's, he's kept us afloat for years. But it is time in that sense as well. Because I, I can't imagine that Berylson watches every game. I know he makes it down as and when he can. But he must be aware of what's going on at the moment in that football club with the style of football, the way the fans feel, etc. I know it's a business... But like I say, things that negative, negative, negative will affect businesses. Um, he's, I just think it's maybe time for, for us to look at something different. But that's also very difficult because you could get some guy from Dubai comes down, throws a load of money at us. That's not necessarily what we want either, is it? No. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a I think, I mean, look, we don't know John Berylson. I think the club, the club, the clappy, the club are as happy as a pig in shit with what Gary Rout is doing. In my opinion, from the outside looking in, I don't know anything. I think Berylson goes, oh, fucking, what, what an appointment that was getting Rout in. He's fucking stabilised the club. We didn't drop at all with him in charge. We've been six years in the championship uh -huh. now. I was going to say, we're difficult to beat. We're not, you know, away from home, we're not anymore. This away fall for me is, an, is another factor in. All right, home games, we used to win a lot of home games. We still do, but not as many as we used to. But the away, the, the away thing, I mean, as a player, you'd surely be dejected going to Rotherham on Wednesday thinking, he's not going to let us go forward. He's going to play three at the fucking back, and five yeah. at the back. But yeah, yeah. it must, must not be exciting to play as a player under the manager. Having said that, I personally don't think he's, he's lost the dressing room. No, I wouldn't say so either. I can't say he's lost the dressing room, but no. Oh, I just I think, think, I think just, he, just, he, he hasn't squeezed all the like the, the orange juice out. Of get all the hundred percent out of them. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just like they're not like I said performing on their full capabilities. I just like I said, I don't know what they're doing, but I, I firmly do believe that it will come. It will come. And they will start to pick up. That Honeyman, he seems to be lost in midfield. I thought he was like an Erlock type player to pick the ball up and run forward with the ball. I thought that but was... None of our players do that. Huh? Not, none of our players seem to pick up the ball and run. I, I, I run even thought that Fleming, I thought Fleming, you'd see him get the ball and, and Honeyman, pick the and ball Shackleton, up. And, I thought he was one and, of them. 
Yeah, be direct and run at them, but no. When, when you, if you look at all their goals, most of the goals we conceded this season, we've been on the back foot. We've been backed up, so players are running at us, and the whole team's backing up, and they're having shots outside the box and and scoring from you? them because we're on the back. We, we don't seem to have no protective shield across the midfield for the defence. It seems they pick the ball at midfield and they're gone, and they're up against. That's what say, and our shape's just all wrong. Yeah. It's completely wrong. You you know another thing, another thing on Saturday, there was a point where um, we was on the break and every time we go on the break these days, I can't even get excited because I know, again, going back to the confidence thing, I don't think our players have got no idea what to do when they're going forward. We go on the break and you just know, oh, this is going to be slow. They're going to wait for everyone to get back. They don't know where to go. Lend up a sideways pass or lose it. We have, no, yeah. we have no idea what to do going forward. But saying and that, shambles at the back in a minute. Saying that, Joe, when we got that goal against um, Blackburn the other, the other day, I did see that step one. Piece. In the oh, no, not in the piece, Cooper was in the box, right? Yeah, but that, that was from that was a cross coming in. But when we're on the break, running director players through the middle. We've literally got no idea what to do. Well, we had, we had two good. I mean, a lot of people had Steve Cooper and fucking Creswell up front because I know that would never happen, but it just highlights how bad we are striking wise. And people say we don't create. Well, Creswell and fucking Cooper are managing to score goals. But what do you, you know see, Joe? Go on. We create when we're 2 0 down. That's what the I most see. chances I see us create is last 10, 15 minutes of a game when we're 2 0 down and we've barely got any chance of. Of getting back, we create more in that ten minutes than we do in the rest of the eight minutes. I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what happens is that he he puts more attackers on and then he plays mm. them really wide. So you still so you, hang on, right, so he plays them really wide, um, and then you've still got that one. So you play with three up top, apart from two of them are really really wide, almost essentially wingers, which is how we scored the goal, by the way. Uh, Bury was out on the on the wide, yeah, yeah. put it in, and, and Cooper scored. But that's why we can't go through the middle because you've got Billy Mitchell that predominantly would sit in that situation anyway. Fleming, who's probably you know trying to find a pick a pass, the ball's never going to go forward because you've only got one player to pass it to, and that player's been marked by two or three players. That's a, that's a phobia, so it has to go wide, and then we either lose it. Or we get a crossing, but the problem is, and it's the same argument. When we had Matt Smith in the team, we never put a cross in the box. Yeah. But now all of a sudden we're logging, we're logging it seventy yards or putting crosses into the box for a phobia to mess his air up. This is the thing. We're like, I know a lot of people, you know, have a pop at a phobia, and he got a lot of shit Saturday. I and going back to what Joe said, on the break we make the wrong decisions. Well, twice we turned them over. And we actually caught one to break. And I don't think we made the wrong decisions in that in that instance, but usually I agree with Joe, Joe, we do. I think one where Billy Mitchell turned it over, and we didn't capitalise on it. And the second one, they had a free kick that broke down. Styles broke through and put a phobia in. And phobia fired it over the goal, but what he didn't do was stop and go back. And then go back and go back and go back and then long pumps it downfield. I, I, like, I, I say this time and again. A phobia, I think, will score goals. I don't think he's fantastic. I don't think his all-round game is great. Same with Bradshaw, but they scored 24 goals last season. I can't see a lot that a phobia did wrong on Saturday. And people go, well, I thought he was shit. 
Ball slide up, 70-yard balls in the air. He's not going to win them. Boom, loses the header. Boom, loses the header. I've been saying this all season. There's nothing he can do in that situation. My phobia is what I always say I want my striker to be. Play on the shoulder of a defender, make the right runs. But we can't find him with a right run. He makes those runs. We can't beat the balls. He makes those runs. None of our players are quick-minded enough to to play the pass. Or the time they do it, it's too late. Everyone's back and... Yeah. But if, yeah. you're, if you're playing a game that's not to a phobie's strengths, then you shouldn't be playing a phobie. That's the thing, right? So if, you, if uh, you've got players that can win header, i.e. Bradshaw, Bradshaw, like this season when I've seen him come on, he's been the one that's been flicking the headers on to try and get them down to, to a phobie. Like, literally just play someone else then. So we're not playing well, to well, the strengths. Say, you're right. I think we've got to go back to the two of them up top. Play a different, yeah. Go back to the two of them up top. Ooh, yeah, Brad, you're me in the, uh, that's how we done all right towards the uh, second well, half. How, of about, last how about when Mr. Glass Ankles comes back? Hey, eh? it'll make a difference. Mason Bennett, do you see what Connor put on a Connor put on Twitter earlier? Mr. Glass Ankles, Mason Bennett. So earlier on, oh. Mason Bennett played for the 21s today. Who is that? Uh, Mason Bennett played for the under 21s and he scored. And uh, Con done some sort of it's was it a meme from like the Jungle Book? He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's. I mean, yeah, glass ain't. He's. A, he's. A, unfortunately, do you know what I was thinking this today as well? I was looking when I make thumbnails. I look for good photos of the players in kits, so I can cut them out nicely. Do you know what I mean? Like, and put them on the thumbnails for watch-alongs. They use Mason Bennett for the kit. Every fucking season. Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. season, they should put him in a fucking hospital gown. Yeah, <laughs> in a wheelchair. Yes, he's, yes, he's real kit. In a wheelchair. Like, it's just, he's another one. But again, like spaghetti legs Malone, he'll be straight back in. I don't, I would like to know, in everyone's opinion, what is the best position for Fleming? 10. It's got to be the 10, I'd say. Well, behind the, the, behind the front yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd play Fleming behind Bradshaw and a phobie. You, you know it. Listen. Yeah, yeah. It, I say it time and time again. As much as we love Morrison, as much as we love Gregory, and they are better players than Bradshaw and a phobie. I think but a lot of their damage was done in League One. Bradshaw and a phobie scored twenty-four goals last season as a strike duo. Mm. It's almost like you don't want to score goals. Oh fuck! They scored twenty-four. I better not do that again. And I'll put Fleming behind them. I'd, I'd have, I think we need some sort of leadership in midfield. So I'd have probably Savile and Mitchell behind them, um, or Honeyman and Mitchell. Danny Mack it seems to be. And that means we have the five at the back. I'd have, no, I'd, I'd have, I'd have a flat back four, and I'd have Styles probably left back, um, Hutchinson and Cooper centre backs, Danny Mack right back, or Murray Wallace left back to Styles in midfield. But Danny McNamara seems to be the forgotten fucking man of the club, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I, I think, it's, I think there's problems there, to be honest. I, you know, without saying too much, there, there's problems there. Massively. What's that? We've what? We've, we've done yeah, I think so. I reckon there's been some sort of fallout along the there line. Is, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, again, Ken, you said it. He, he hangs the players out to dry. And yeah. he, he did do that with Danny Mack. Yeah, I mean, we all know what went on. Dan, is, um, is there any truth in the... Um, uh, what I read about um, Charlie Questwell that Leeds have got the option to call him back in January. I saw that. It was on like a, weirdly, that was on like a Luton Observer or something like that. 
Look, they, so. listen, Shackleton yeah. played every game sent them in. Now he's been put a right wing back. We they've got they've got a gun to our head there, Elise. And the thing that fucks me off about that is right, Hayden Muller is a fucking good player, trust me. He's he's better than fucking Creswell. Or he wouldn't do any worse, put it that way. Alex Mitchell, all right, he's playing in Scotland. Th these are our players. Bessart Topolo's gone out on loans to Dagenham. And we've got Malone in the side. We, we've got no ambition or forward thinking in terms of not the pitch, the club. As you know, we we have to find these homegrown talents. And instead of maybe as bad as we're doing, if we're winning every week, you can't argue with Malone. You can't argue with Creswell. We're not bringing the players that we actually got. Because at the minute, could they do any worse? Topoloj, Muller, Kibury, Mitch, Alex Mitchell. I think. I think what we need, we, we need that Bury, Tyler Bury, to be a ninety-minute player. Again, mm. I don't think the guy's fit enough. Uh, no, but I think I think start him, especially at home. Go at teams, get a lead, and then defend that lead instead of defending at nil-nil and then knowing we're going to concede anyway. Every time he starts, I'm not impressed by him. But every time he comes off the bench, I am. Do you know what I mean? He feels like he's one of them players got something to prove by coming off the bench, which he done brilliantly. Yeah, I just wish he could do... I wish he could be a 90-minute player or even... Not 90, let's say 75-minute player or whatever. You know what I mean? Just get, he just don't seem to have the energy to go 90 it's, minutes. It's, yeah, I mean, he, it's wingers in general, but a lot of the time he gets thrown on again when we're in the ship. Which can't be a fucking a nice thing. Do you know what I mean? Like he, I done, well, he done well against Blackpool, didn't he? Was one nil down. He come on and turned the game, didn't he? That's what I'm saying. It can't be a nice situation for him to be in. He might think. Like, I remember. Remember Greg Wild. Remember that guy. He didn't really get a chance at the club, but he only ever came on when we was two nil down away or fucking one nil down away at a team with ten minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. Now give, give these people for fucking. Um, give these people a fucking chance from the off. I saw this. Hayden Muller didn't play for the under-21s today. Could he be in the squad on Wednesday? He's another one that's taken a massive backward step at the club. Not anything to do with himself. Because I know, I, you know, I know him and his family personally. I know he's very dedicated. I know he's a great player. I know he never lets his head drop. And I know they, they, you know, they think, you know, it is what it is. It's tough to get in. But he was playing during lockdown. Why are we not playing these players? Creswell, man, honestly. He's not a good player. I think the problem is now is that it's too late for him to introduce people like Hayden Muller because it now just looks like a desperate act. It makes you know, it look like he's held his hands up, he's made mistakes and he's stubborn yeah. so he won't do that. Yeah, the same with the Long Bart situation. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, I watched, um, I was there on, on Saturday and I thought, I thought Long looked, looked decent. Um, well, I'm going to counter that because I agree with everything you said on your video. I thought Long was absolutely fucking useless. Did you? Because yeah, it was look so at their first goal. So inconsistent. And what you mm. need is a keeper's consistency. He made a couple of good saves. He was coming out, going back, fucking changing his mind. The first yeah, goal so. was his fault. And also, as well, I think he's been brought in for his distribution. And he's yeah, fucking yeah. pumping yeah. it anywhere. Yeah, so he... Um, look, I, I can only go on the first half because the second half... I couldn't really see them the two goals that they scored in the second half that well. I I, I could tell that he he fucked up, but to what measure I, I didn't know. But there was a, a save in the first half that I don't know whether even any of you would have seen near post. But, yes, and and the, how quick he moved his hands 
Mm. So, so there, there was that one, but there was also another one where it, it, it would have gone in if he hadn't tapped it. Yeah, that that's what I mean. You saw someone edited it, he mm. hit someone else and he got his answer. That's it. But again, it's another, I mean, it's not about changing things and taking risks. It was a strange decision to, to drop. Why drop Bart out of everyone? But he looks old. Yeah, I don't really. I never really got that. Yeah, he, looks, he, he, he reminds me of me when I wake up in the morning, all fucking yeah. stiff, Bart. But he, he can make the saves, can't he? But yeah, yeah. I just think that's a a massive. Grand. That is a gamble, and a gamble we didn't need to take by by replacing Long with Bart. And I understand maybe why he's done it. But surely Bart goes back in on Wednesday. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that you, you would replace Bart if Bart had made a couple of mistakes and, all right, he had that shot at him, did it went under him, he nearly went over the line. But Bart hasn't really done much wrong this season to warrant being replaced. And the, the problem That's is now, as you put Bart back in, surely his confidence is going to be low now because he's been replaced the last two games. Um, you know, so you put a defeated player and you didn't have, you didn't have to replace Bart. Now, of all the players, that's what I'm saying. Of all the players you would replace, you would, it probably wouldn't have been Bart, would it? No, it was it's, been it's, it's been the defending. It's been the defending, if anything. Like, second goal at Burnley, <sighs> Bart was at fault for, but he can't fucking save them all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah as a keeper, you're gonna, you're gonna be at fault here and there, like make yeah. certain mistakes, but um, that probably really uh baffled me the first time um, I see him dropped. I thought, now nah, surely something's got to be it wrong, is he injured? And, I just don't get it. No, you don't, don't understand it, it yeah, because we, we've had Bart in goal. Didn't he play consecutive games for the last three years? Just He didn't. He, he weren't dropped once, was he? So, um, six games straight or something like that. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a weird one. And again, I think that was a desperate measure. I, I, I appreciate that he's, he's maybe coming to the end, Bart, so you've maybe got to start giving long ago. But when you're... When you're maybe potentially dangerously close to losing your job. The one thing I wouldn't do is probably leave out your most consistent player. Back to back. Very strange down. decision. Very strange decision to make. Very strange decision. All right, boys, well, look, we've been going nearly two hours now. Um, Pete's rubbing his eyes. I've seen him rub his eyes a couple of times. <laughs> I, yeah, he's going to sleep. I, I, I thought we was going to go on to what sort of team we're going to play on, on Wednesday night. Well, okay, all right. Well, we still that then. Okay, we'll start with you, Pete. We still got the audience. Still got two hundred and forty people. Thanks for tuning in, by the way. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. I think he has to bring Bart back in. Okay, so what do you think? What do you what do you want him to do? And what do you think he'll do? I want him to bring Bart back in, McNamara. Right, I want him to bring them back in. Um. Is Bradshaw fit? Yeah. Is Bradshaw fit? Yeah. So I believe I want, so. I, I, I want uh, um, Bradshaw, Foby, Fleming, like I say, the 10. Midfield with Mitchell. Um, I'd like to see Honeyman back again. And then Styles. And Styles, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see that, that Hayden Muller, that little room had come up there. I wouldn't mind seeing him play instead of Cresswell. Um and uh Cooper and Murray Wallace, right? That's my sort of team I sort of would like to play. But I'd so like it again, so what would you have, Pete? I'd have at, at the back, I would like I'd have um I want to see McNamara back in Murray Wallace, right? And then I'd have uh um 
that Hayden Muller, if we could get him, give him a chance, because it ain't working out with Cresswell, with Cooper. And then the midfield, Honeyman, Mitchell, Savile. Then I'll probably have the 10. And then uh, Phoebe and uh, Bradshaw. I think that's, it, that's exactly what I would go with. That's 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 what my, I would like to go with. Yes, yeah, so you'd have. Would you have a Fleming in the ten and then a Fogel yeah. Bradshaw up top? Yeah, that's yeah. it. I would do that, and you maybe have to play like a sort of. Um, if you want to revert, listen, he's probably not going to go four four two. But if you want to revert to four four two style, I think you're going to have to sort of have a diamond midfield. So, Fogel and Bradshaw up top, Fleming just behind them, but then you're going to need the defensive midfielders, probably uh, Mitchell. And then I'd go, I'd try and play two out-and-out wingers. I'd have Bury start on the left. But then I, who would you say at the minute is a out-and-out sort of right winger for us? I don't, don't know. So Bury. I'd maybe, Honeyman, did you say? Yeah. yeah maybe play Honeyman there on the right. And then um, I'd just go... Cooper and Murray Wallace centre backs, and I throw Malone back at left back, and then I'd put. I'll just give a go. Uh, putting Danny Mac back in at right back. In but don't you think what you're saying? That's a very weak midfield. Would they just be running through us like they've done every other game? There's not enough defence midfield in now. I don't think. No, but we've not... we've been guilty of being too defensive before. <laughs> Otherwise, we, we ain't got nothing going forward. I yeah, think that I think that maybe. The only thing that I'd probably disagree with with Pete is I don't like, I don't mind Danny Mac, but I actually think that Shackleton's done really well on the right. Um, I don't think I've done anything. I thought wrong. Shackleton played well Saturday. Maybe even try try Shackleton. Would, would he be any different playing a little bit higher up, playing him on the right wing? Maybe give him a go. Well, he can deliver a ball better than Danny Mac. So that's 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 half the problem. Is well, he defends all right. He defends better than Danny Mac, and he can deliver a ball better than Danny Mac. Mm. But on the flip side of that, Danny McNamara is a Millwall player. Yeah. You know, did we so, read too much. I, I thought exactly the same, but did we read too much into that? Well, yeah. You know, that's 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 the thing, isn't it? You know, but then you could say the same about a phobia and Bradshaw. You know, a phobia isn't a Millwall player, is he? Twenty-four goals. Stats don't lie. As they know, Brian no, wants no, no, not, is he? bits and pieces of that, boys. Um, I was having a very long piss for those probably sounding comments. Yeah, the shit, I didn't. <laughs> right, I am looking now <clears throat> for the team because I was multitasking whilst I was pissing. Nice vision for you all. And I look, I uploaded a team that I would start onto my phone. I'm going to put it on the screen now. It's just uploaded. That I would start on Wednesday, and again, I'm fucking. I'm doubting myself now. I'm contradicting myself because <laughs> looking at this team, I think this team could do damage. <laughs> Bolkowski, flat back four: Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, if fit, and Danny McNamara. Billy Mitchell in an anchor role. Styles buzzing around central and left. Honeyman buzzing around central and right. Fleming in a ten behind a phobia and Bradshaw. I you like play that, that team against Rotherham, you'll beat them. I like that. I didn't realise. Can I? Just, is Hutchinson fit? Is he back then? Well, they said he was. Um, him and uh, him and Mason Bennett were back yeah. in contention for the other night, hmm. but um, they didn't. There wasn't in the squad. Sorry, on Saturday against Blackburn, but I believe that they are both fit. 
I'd really like to look at that. I'd go with very similar. I just didn't realise Hutchinson would be be ready. Otherwise, no, I'd have that as my back four. Well, whether he, whether he is or whether he isn't, best case scenario, everyone's fit. Yeah, well, if, if, if everyone was fit, I'd put Styles at left back, put Savile in the midfield, I'd have Honeyman out, and I'd put Leonard in, and then he that would be Matty Smith. Isn't he? Huh? <laughs> He's your new Matty Smith. He's my new Matty Smith, yeah. So <laughs> I, just, I just think that if you've got Savile, Mitchell, and Leonard in the centre of midfield, that is an absolute motoring machine. Yeah, um, I agree with that. You've got Styles and Danny Mac. In my opinion, I think Styles can unlock a door, and I think he is quite direct. And I think that Leonard can't stay fit, unfortunately. Yeah. I know we're saying the best case. In I, just, fit. I just don't think Styles is very direct in midfield. I think oh, I he's, do. I think he's quite direct as a left wing back. But I, I didn't even know he was playing on Saturday. Um, yeah, I completely yeah, forgot about him. It just makes it the same with even on the pitch. Yeah. His best game for us by Listen, far was his debut game. at left back. At left back, he had an absolute blinder that game. Yeah, yeah. And then he's sort of tinkered about with him going, oh, should we try him in field, try him in? And he just seems to have gone off the radar. People agree. And Paul Wise says, that's my team, Dan. Peter Ryder says, that's the team. I do like that, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I think we all would agree that the, the thing needs fucking off. The uh, five wick, the five at the back of the wingbacks. And put the two um, up top. Yeah. And I think as well, if you you know, I think you've got a, a great like for like there in Bury for Fleming. If Fleming's game isn't maybe working out or it fucking doesn't pay off, um, or he just runs out of legs, or even Fleming in for Styles there. You've got Ben. Five at the back. Listen, that's the team, Dan. I'm going to go with two. Like, I'm sticking the two new away with a mill with that one. Yeah, that ain't going to be the team, though. I mean, yeah. do you know what? He did it once before. Right? He changed it to a back four. And, and we beat, all right, we only beat fucking Wickham at home. It was a midweek game. I think it was on telly. And I kept saying, play Conor Mahoney in a 10, play four at the back. Everyone was saying, play four at the back. And he did it. And we won 2 0 quite convincingly. Could I? No, he's watching person. tonight, Dan. He's watching huh? tonight. <laughs> he's watching Who? tonight. <laughs> Rowett, imagine he comes up with that exact thing on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine, I think he is because there is a, obviously a, our Gary. I call him our Gary Rowett because we've got our Steve Morrison. Steve yeah, Morrison's made yeah, that for his own. Dan, we just we just found our new manager, Dan from Lions TV. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Well, look, look, all right, yeah, but it's not just me saying. It. I think everyone's of the same fucking opinion. Play two yeah. strikers. Scrap the five at the back. I'll tell, right, you what is more I'll tell you what is more worrying. On the third of March, I've got my under ten team walking out with the um, walking out with the players, and apparently they meet all the players and the and the manager before the game, and I've got to be there with them. Worst <laughs> <laughs> so, so, under ten team ever to be thrown out of the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, boys, we have been going for over two hours. Oh, I'm um, happy. That's gone so quick, Dan. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that's... yeah. We'll just do it. We'll do it again. We'll see what we got. Rotherham Wednesday, um, Middlesbrough home Saturday. So we'll do it again next Monday, boys. Yeah, hundred yeah, okay. percent. Yeah, I'll score again. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's enjoyable, would not it? Go, it does go quick. Yeah, well, we could sit here all fucking night. It's been going two hours. It's ten o'clock. Yeah. Um, the numbers are just starting to tail off a bit, which is understandable. But 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, boys, for joining me. In a word, a one word, starting with Pete and going that way. No, no, sorry. It's the opposite, isn't it? Pete, Kenny, Joe, row it in or out? Pete? Row it in. Ken? Out. Don't need to ask. Joe? Oh, in, <laughs> you need to last there. In. I'll give him two more games, though. Could be a different, different answer. I swear you moment. said that 10 games ago, Joe. No, I said give him 12 games. Every time we come on it, it's just give him one more chance. I'd love to be your girlfriend, Joe, I'll tell you. Look at the comments, in and out, that's coming up. Right, wants himself in, obviously. Ryan L, out. Gary Rowett out. Out, out. It's only Gary Rowett that's saying in. In, out, in, out. Ryan Hart, Rowett out. Peter Ryder. Out, 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 Liam Connor. Chris is on the fence. Most people out. Do you know what? As well, you got to be careful, especially in our position, doing what we do. And you know, a lot, a lot of people do watch it. A lot of Mill fans do watch it. <laughs> Once you sit out, if he then takes it, but you know, if he turns it round, you look like a fucking idiot. So I, ne I never got there with Harrison, but look, he may turn it round, and we may finish thirteenth in the division. We may finish tenth. <laughs> But even if we do, I'm not that fucking interested in watching Mill Football Club at the minute. I am, but I don't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I used to. Yeah. But it's a very similar state to where he was at this time last season, I have to say. And mm. he turned it round, so. You know, mind you, you say that, right? The um the last couple of games of the last of last season, everyone was over the moon because we we could have got in the playoffs. But the answer to the, the fact of the matter is, is that we should have. Got in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I get season. that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that was the problem. So we finished eighth or ninth or whatever it was, <laughs> but we was all fuming. Apart from certain fans that were rowing in, you know, they were they were happy with a ninth finish. But we should have got in the playoffs last season without without shadow of a doubt, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Right, a lot of channel members commenting. By the way, you can become a member of the channel, and for that, you get your previews a day early. Other than tomorrow's one, because I haven't filmed it yet. I want to do that in the morning. Uh, you get weekly wallpapers and you get your Lions Lounge lockdown interviews a week early. Anton Otolowakowski is already up on the channel. I'm interviewing um, Nicky Chatton this week. Pete, do you remember him? Oh, yeah, of course I do. The old Palace player. <laughs> so, my man said exactly the same. He said he scored a lot of goals for us. A good player. I think he scored 50 and 250 for a centre midfielder, but couldn't ever shake that tag. No, no. Of the Palace thing, although Anton played for Palace and West Ham, but. There we go. Only, Cheers, only Mark. Players, only players, players can't lose that take. Steve Morrison wants his selfie end of a job. <laughs> uh, Leanne Roberts. Thank you. Daniel son. Nice debate, Daniel son. Thank you very much, Leanne. And thanks to Kenny, Joe and Pete for joining us. Uh, and we will definitely be back next Monday. Oh, please subscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions. Lions. Come on, you Lions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 